Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this Saturday? Welcome to episode 385 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, and welcome to the October Chosen of Valhalla livestream, where we'll see who is able to make it today. A lot of people are on vacation, uh, having issues with, with the lawn person. Uh, shout, out, shout out to the modern major general, Laura, for <laughs> uh, sharing a video. As, as, for anyone who's seen The Chosen before, you know that she she always likes to... Uh, to mention the fact that this 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 person who mows her lawn always loves to leave his his lawnmower idling, just just sitting there running for sometimes long periods of time. And so she was actually able to catch it on video and share it with us today. And so it was it was uh, p- pretty awesome to see actually. So shout out to you, Laura, and I hope everything <laughs> hope everything I uh, hope your lawn actually uh, gets gets mowed uh, and 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 that they're able to not waste any more gas. Uh, but today I am joined at the moment with the Empress of the Universe. <laughs> you know her from the chat, but also from her show, Soup to Nuts, which she does with Stephanie B, who's also in the chat. And that is, of course, the amazing Tina B. Tina, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing well. Oh, there's Tina Bochan. Hey, Tina. Hey. I saw Tina. I saw you on, I think it was Sporking News, did a panel maybe a few days ago. They've been doing, Sporky News has been doing uh, House of the Dragon. So they do these panels and <laughs> discuss them. <laughs> but yeah, I saw her jump in. I wanted to say hi. Uh, I'm doing well. So, uh, yes, Stephanie's in the chat. We had a great show last night. Um, we watched, uh, well, I'll talk about it a little bit. <laughs> like I'm in for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a really, had a really good show last night. Everybody seems to have had a, a good time. And yeah, I'm doing okay. Staying busy as usual. Nice. So. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, cruises being planned yes. for, for the next couple of years. They're finally coming back. Uh, oh. so, happy, so happy to hear because I know how much you love love the cruises. So I'm very happy to, to hear that coming back. It's yeah, good. I'm doing my four-day in early December. And that's one that is like, I was supposed to go on that one in April of 2020. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's been rebooked, 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 rebooked again. So this is it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I'm going to be so happy to be back on the ship again. So, nice. and yeah, Tina's saying, I, I feel so weird like I'm talking to myself. Hello, I know. Tina. <laughs> hey, Tina, how's it going? Oh, how's, it, how's it going, Tina? Especially if you shorten it to, to Tina B, because y'all are both Tina B. <laughs> the Tina B, yeah. And it, it's been a couple of times I have planned to say hello to her in another chat. Mm. And I've got to make sure I type out Bojan, <laughs> because otherwise I'll be tagging myself. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's and like there's what, an orange hat. Hi. Yeah, because when I used to do the the different shout outs, um, I remember whenever I'd get to Tina Bojan, I'd always make sure to say Tina Bojan, and then I and then I, I usually would follow it with Tina B, uh, but I always wanted to make sure because it's like there are two different people; they are not the same person. The same person. <laughs> <laughs> it might sound like it based on the names, but they are very different. <laughs> but yeah, things are, and this weather is so weird. It's we've been under a freeze morning for like two nights and today it's going to get up to 80 so i know right like this this has because we're you know we're not too far away from each other um Mm -mm. and so it is 
It is very odd. Um, but this week, I mean, I, I love cold weather. So this past week was just beautiful. And yeah. I, I was just loving. Um, and it, of course, in, in our school, the system can only be switched over at, at a certain time. It's not like you can just turn the heat on and then turn the cold on. And so oh, okay. the whole week, we had no uh, heat on. And so I loved it because I got my, I had my jacket on and I was like, okay, the feeling of, of feeling warm and cozy has always just been so superior for me. Like, I just love that feeling so much more than being hot and cooled yeah. off. Like, you know, everyone's different with that. But I felt so bad because especially for, for, for the girls at the school, many of them, they're wearing, you know, they're called like skorts. So it's like, yeah, it, yeah. it looks like a skirt, but it's actually shorts underneath too. And it's all connected. Um, but a lot of them like had blankets and they <sighs> just switched over so that they can only wear, cause it's a uniform. And so they just um, streamlined the uniform policy where they can only wear really one of two um, yeah. like sweatshirts. And the things are so thin that there's no insulation. And so they're coming in and they're like bundled up and, and I'm the person where it's like, look, I'm not going to let religion class be the place where you get in trouble. So I'm like, Hey, just so you know, that's not school. You know, it's, it's not following policy. Right. I'm not going to write you up, but just uh, be ready to be Be right. Cause I understand that you're cold right now. And and speaking of, uh, of cold. I don't know why cold would have any connection, but I guess it's the cold <laughs> stare. It's the cold stare that the modern major general is likely oh, having Laura, towards you, the lawnmower right now. Is it, is it still... you, and your, you and your lawnmower, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. Is it still idling is the question. It's Yeah, he has moved on. I gave him, I okay. gave him a stern look at the window. I was like, <laughs> what is happening here? It's not actually I have to um, I have besmirched the reputation of of my the lawn guy's no good son who was the one who has been leaving <laughs> he's oh been like, okay because i assume he ain't paying for that gas so he's just yeah. like a paper guy just leave this here yeah that makes a lot more <laughs> sense for it to be the kid versus the <laughs> yeah the possibly jewish gardener who actually yeah, that's found right, out the pos- <laughs> that's right the possibly jewish <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, I should go man, out oh, and man. ask. It's like, so what was up with last? <laughs> so, uh, are, are you Jewish by chance? <laughs> <laughs> Just see what he says. He's probably like, okay. He's probably gonna be like, what okay. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes when I do this on the phone, it's a little weaker signal. Yeah, it's cutting out just a little bit, ever so slightly. Okay, maybe I'll try on the iPad, but yeah, okay, numbers aren't here, so I should have a better connection. Okay, nice. Well, well, nice seeing you, Laura. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jay. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it would be a better idea to to switch to the iPad if you're. I, I'm doing doing well. We had a good show last night. I missed you last night. Didn't see you in the oh, chat. So. I know. Yeah, Friday is Friday's difficult for, for me. It's like tired. Just want to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see we didn't see your name pop up. So, uh, but we had a good show. Everybody seemed to enjoy the movie. So. Yeah, that's a classic. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, well, Stephanie had never seen it. I think most of the people in the chat hadn't seen it. Rosie wanted to know, was it scary? I said, well, it's 1922. So I guess that depends on what we would consider scary. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> I think the makeup, because I've actually, I've also never seen it. Um, but I've obviously know a lot about it and, and I've yeah. always seen the images and yeah. the, I mean, the makeup, I think does, is, they do such a great job with it. So like the image alone always freaked me out because. I'm oh, like, oh yeah. This is just... Yeah. Yeah. And because I did some, we always do like a little, okay, here's how they made the movie sort of thing. So I'll get into it later, but yeah. Uh, I didn't know the studio head was the one who designed the makeup and the costumes and everything. So, uh, but yeah, Laura, yeah, um, the movie is on YouTube. So if you ever want to look at it, you can. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And apparently, the tea that was spilled. Um, before the stream started, I'm just going to call it tea for the sake of you know argument. So the tea that was spilled about it is that apparently it's the Criterion release that yes. actually is on YouTube. So get no. it while it's hot. <laughs> it's been up a year, but I, when I saw the <laughs> opening, I was like, oh, I think this is a Criterion Collection <laughs> edition. So, oh, very cool. So that was the reason why I... So get your, Show you know, YouTube video downloader and yes. um, <laughs> allegedly you might be able to have the Criterion version without paying an arm and a leg. Very cool. <laughs> but Laura, you're doing well otherwise. Yeah, yeah, this is, hopefully this is a better connection. That, I don't know why the iPad seems to work oh. a little better. Yeah, it's definitely coming through better. Oh, yay. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm really, uh, apparently, I'm in a uh, classic horror movie club now after uh, <laughs> after really? going to the theater. Yeah. I went to that uh, Mummy Bride yeah, of yeah, yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not one to approach like strangers in public, but this girl comes up and she's like, you were here last year for the Frankenstein Dracula show. And I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> And she's like, oh, we have a club. You can join. We, we do this, like, we do classic car movies. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. I'm in a club now. This is oh, wow. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. Like, it's, yeah, because I'm similar where I, I'm not one for, you know, approaching people either. But, um, but like, that's like that kind of connection where you're like, oh, this actually is, is a delightful little conversation. And, oh, I don't mind. I don't mind that you're talking to me right now. Um, unfortunately, that never happened to me. I, I, I always get the... I always get the weirdos that talk to me. Um, a friend, me and a friend of mine, we went to go see. This was early. This must have been early Marvel days, but it was like early superhero film days, back when they were really, back when they were actually good and entertaining. Um, and we were sitting in the movie, watched through all the credits and everything, talking to each other after. And then there's this other random guy who was, you know, a few rows ahead of us and was just also watching. And then he clearly started to overhear our conversation. And then he just started to jump into our conversation. And we were like, okay. And, and then at some point we were in the lobby and he was still talking with us. And like, this oh, is 30 dear. minutes going on now. He's hanging out. And then he starts going into what his powers would be. Like if he was a superhero. And it was something with, with like him exploding. And he literally like pretended to explode and jumped in the air and land on the ground and me and my best this is my best friend we look at each other just like 
and we get to the and finally we get away and get to the car and and immediately he, he's just like dude why the heck didn't you get us out of there i kept trying to give you looks and i'm like dude i kept giving you looks so it's like both of us giving each other that look but apparently we just didn't read it correct because none of us knew so so that's what we get you get the nice the nice young person saying hey we have a club come join us we watch these nice horror films and then i get the Guy. Yeah, explosion guy. <laughs> what was his name? Did he have a superior I name? No, I, I I remember so little about him other than what he did to make us go. Yeah, we need to get out of here because this. We guy shall is. call him Kaboom guy. Kaboom, kaboom guy, yes. <laughs> Forever forward, he has dubbed Kaboom guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe is excellent with the um, probably years of emergency room experience, but she, she's oh, great yeah. with crazy people. Is she? She she attracts kids because she has all these Disney tattoos. Kids, oh, birds, yeah, yeah. and crazy people, and <laughs> in that order, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah in that intensity. So <laughs> the kids are like, "Oh, beast!" You know, like, and then the birds are like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." Because she hates crazy. birds, so of course they love her. Oh, then, of course, yeah, crazy people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I'm like you. Not, I, I freeze when when stuff happens. When stuff goes down. I freeze. Yeah. I'm just like, what do I do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's the same where I don't, you know, there are some people that will, that will yell at people who are talking in a movie, you know, or will, you know, say shush at them very loudly. I, I've just never been that person. I think I've once in my life and it was because they were right in front of me. I like just tapped on like the shoulder and was just like, Hey, could you, could you keep it down a little bit? And they were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like they actually were fine. But I'm typically not that person. It takes a lot for me to do that. But I went to go see a horror film. In fact, because <laughs> the sequel actually just came out. Or no, the, the prequel just came out. Uh, the Orphan, uh, where you find out that the young child ends up being a, a, a dwarf who is actually like in her 30s and has been wearing like fake false teeth and makeup. Oh, it's the weirdest like twist Creepy. of all time. And so there's a prequel that just came out for it. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been out for a long time now, so I don't, oh, okay. feel, I don't feel as bad spoiling it. And it's not all that great of a movie in the first place. Um, but what it was, so I was with a group of friends and we were in the back row of the theater and there was another group like several seats down the back row. And one of the guys in our group actually like, shush very loudly and then the other person like responded was like how about you shush and then they were like and then they started going back and forth and i immediately because of my social anxiety started to just you know curl up into my little ball (laughs) i was just like stop please don't talk to anybody when joe does stuff like that i've just learned i just kind of stand behind her yeah (laughs) it's like i got your back (laughs) you handle that dude up there if anybody comes at you from this side i got you yeah yeah i'm hearing an echo from somebody i don't know who it's from yeah several people in the chat said they're hearing it too hmm is it me i don't know one, two, one, two. Testing, testing. one, two. It wasn't like one, an echo. Two. It was more of like hearing it in the background. Like someone like, as if someone doesn't have headphones on or something. Let me make sure my phone's off. Yeah, I've got mine muted. Okay. Interesting. Well, yes, but yeah, that that's uh, that that's my whole whole deal with the kind of people that I normally get to, but... Uh, thank y'all both for being here. Let's say hello to some people in the chat. Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington said that he saw 
Black Adam was not great. The Pebble Johnson did not deliver. Well. Now, now, Gary, I wonder if you would, would you ever go up to the rock in person and call him the Pebble? I don't know if I would have the strength to do that, but... Those are his words and not mine. Um, yeah, it's it's an okay movie. You know, it's it's fine, but it's not. I think I mentioned in my review, if there's a matinee showing and it's cheap, like a five dollar movie, yeah, you can go see it. If it's not, wait for it to come out on HBO Max. If you really care, that that's you know. If I'm bored and drunk, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like how you have the two the, the two standards there. It's the, the, not just that I'm bored. If I'm bored and drunk, then and only then. And that's probably not going to happen. I just he just doesn't do anything for me. He's the rock in every movie. Mm-hmm. I think the only movies I've seen him in, I saw him in The Mummy too, but that was just because he was playing the Scorpion King, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even sure why that was even in the plot anyway. More CGI ever. Oh yeah. my god! When that thing came out, and everything, the audience started laughing. <laughs> I think that role, if I'm not mistaken, there's something about that role where it was it was made specifically like for The Rock. Like I think they really, so. They really wanted the someone in the film wanted The Rock to be in the movie, and so they had this role be for him. Or <laughs> if it wasn't that, then when they were making the film. They had the rock in mind when they were creating the role. Right. Like one of those right. two is is uh, it was a rock role. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> rock role. Yeah, a ro- ro- rock I, role. I guess I it saw was rock roll. Rock and roll. So I guess <laughs> I saw the Scorpion King the movie, and it was stupid. <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't even have anything to do with what we saw in the Mummy too. Yeah, and he just doesn't impress me. He's just kind of there he has that natural charisma but yeah it's it's but that's the thing though is that that's all that it is it's so whereas others have like acting talent or have years of acting training he just has this natural charisma which some perceive to be acting talent but in reality it's like no no no, he's just charismatic and he can have a presence on screen but you need a little bit more than a presence on screen to be able to carry a role right Um, yeah well, yeah, bore and what was it? Oh, Rhaegar said, I might see it if I'm unconscious. <laughs> so bored, drunk, and unconscious, I might look at it on HBO Max. So, oh, well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm oh, my sorry. goodness. I actually think The Scorpion King, it's not a good, it's not a good movie by any means. Mm-mm. But for me, it's a, it's a bad, it's, it's so bad, it's funny movie for me. Yeah, like, it is. Me, me and my younger brother used to watch it all the time, and we would just we were entertained by it because it was so funny. Yeah, um, yeah. And so like that, that's a, that's the only con. I think I would only ever watch it again if I was with my brother, and it would be just to, like reminisce <laughs> on the times that we watched it when we were younger. Oh my goodness! But let's see who else do we got in the chat? We got Tina B, of course, hanging out in the chat. JS Pena is in the chat. Good morning to you. J.S. Pena, uh, Rosie G12, hail to you. Stephanie B, hail. What's going on, Stephanie B? Thanks for being here. By the way, Stephanie B, I did. I saw your comment in Friday Night Tights last night before Soup to Nuts, um, and I'm offended. She she posted she posted how does Odin get on Friday Night Tights? <laughs> and I was like Stephanie no. I was like Stephanie no. 
<laughs> Don't become like one of them. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know she was in. I know. I saw. I just saw it. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that really her? And I was looking. I was like, no. That's that's the profile picture. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no. My heart is broken. So oh. good. He's, he sneaked in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh that was the only comment I saw. Uh, <laughs> Dina Bojan, what's going on? Good morning to you. Orange Hat Reviews is hanging out and is chilling. Thank you for being here. Uh, Father Kristen Miller, hail to you, Father. Uh, blessed day to you. And no, uh, I posted it on both Locals and the Discord. Uh, no stream tonight since we are doing our chosen stream today. Um, let us see. Let's see, Father then says, is Odin celebrating the feast of St. John Paul II today? Probably not. Uh, well, today, at least on my calendar, it, it's there. there's a, a an optional feast for the, the for the Virgin Mary. So uh, that's the one I'm celebrating, Father. But yeah, St. Saint, Saint John Paul II, he was a cool guy. He was a cool dude. Uh, Rosie G., who's a member, says, I'm in the Midwest and it's 70 right now. That's okay. That's okay for the fall. 70 70 lovely temperature. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Football weather. Yeah, exactly. And then Rosie adds on to say it was in the 30s earlier in the week. Yeah, that was what it was for us. It was low 30s throughout the week. Highs in the upper 50s, 60s. Today, it's supposed to get a little warmer. And I think there's a front coming through today or the next couple of days. And then it'll get cold again. I think that it's going to stay pretty much. It's not going to get that much higher than 70 for the days forward because fall is finally here. I love fall weather. <laughs> Nathan Slay's here. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hope you're doing well. Thank you very much, Nathan Slay. Cacao and Cookies Minion is also in the chat. Hail to you. Good sir. Uh, <laughs> Gary Banjo had put the modern mower general. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Rob D in the chat. What's going on, Rob D? Thanks for stopping by. Gmonkey76 in the chat. Hail to you. Thank you for being here. Rosie G talking. I think this was about The Orphan. It was a good movie, but not scary for me. And I'm not a scaredy. And I'm a scaredy cat. Oh, see, I was freaked out by it. So, like, I don't think it was a great film. It wasn't a terrible movie, The Orphan. Um, but it freaked me out just because it was one of those psychological freakouts, not actual, you know, being scared, scared. It was more of a, oh, my goodness, they are now making because this actress is actually a young actress and they're making her look just older and distorted, like and just like messed up because again she's pulling like her fake teeth out. And you're just like, oh my goodness, it's just freaky. Uh, Nathan says that his first exposure to Nosferatu was in a SpongeBob episode. Yep. <laughs> oh, I must have missed that one. Oh man, I've heard of that episode. I've never seen it. I wonder if he was ever, he had to have been featured in Courage the Cowardly Dog at some point. Like with all of the references in that show uh, to horror, because I remember that at one point they have a character that is just a, a ripoff of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, and it's actually one of my favorite episodes because it's just, it talks about you don't judge a book by its cover. It's just very, huh. it's very good message. message episode. Well, there. Stephanie wanted me to tell you, she said, tell your friend Odin. <laughs> <laughs> it was because they were talking about oral delights on F and T. Oh, that's oh, oh, oh. why she because all like, I saw was the comment, and yeah, so that's the way why it read. She, yeah, that's why she was like, "Why are you on there?" So, oh, see, because it it read out of context. It read as, 
Why is Odin on FNT? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta have context. context. Exactly. Yes. That's why text yeah. can never really. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what it was because uh, I I didn't even see that part. Mm -hmm. oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> as as a frequent chatter and super chatter, I I have had so many times where something that I said mm -hmm. in a chat got misconstrued. And then you're like, I can't communicate because the chat's going so fast. It's like, <laughs> I know people are angry, calling me out. I'm just like, oh, I what? think no. I remember that <laughs> happening once with Jeremy. Like, I think you had like sent a super chat and he, he took it as you being like a hater. And I, like, I'm watching. I was like, no, that's not what she meant. I was like, no, you, you just misread it. What are you doing? And of course, by that time, I've already sent like twenty dollars of the super chats. <laughs> oh like, God! Let me let me go and just delete all of that since apparently <laughs> someone's mad at me about. I don't even know. He, I think it's, he eventually figured it out, and I think he, I think he eventually apologized even because he figured out that he made a mistake. I must have missed that when I left the yeah. stream. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Rosie G says that she laughed out loud when I said the weirdos talk to you. Uh, so sorry. Yikes. Some people need a friend. Please tell me uh, you caught that on your phone. Oh, wait. Like the entire event? Incident, yeah. Oh, no, no. This Again, this was a long time ago. So smartphones were not very well. Like we're not very common. Like I had a well, at that time when I would have seen that one, I would have still had my Nokia brick. It would either be oh, my, my Nokia great. brick phone or the like one of the flip phones. So <laughs> old school, old school brick. Need to have an emergency word exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then his his initials are TNT. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Rhaegar. Appreciate the support there. Uh, Osmond Diaz, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Nathan Slay really enjoyed the orphan. Uh, let me know if you've seen the uh, prequel, if that was any good. Uh, Decow, what is... Oh, sorry. Deke, Dec, Decwow. Decwow. I think that's how you pronounce it. Decwow, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Let's get through the last of the people who are here, and then we'll jump in to see what the Chosen have been up to over the last month. Let's see. Ba -ba 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 -da -ba. Nathan. Tag to say, if you're looking for some great psychological horror movies to watch and you haven't seen before, I have two answers for you. Session 9 and Frailty. Both movies play with your head and are great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've actually never even... I've never heard of those before. Actually. Frailty, I got halfway through it and said, I can't. And a co-worker of mine told me how it ended. And I was like, well, shoot, I'm now I'm sorry I turned it off. But it was just... It was freaky. Mm. Um, oh, shoot. There's Nathan, remind me who who is in it. Is Matthew Mike Matthew McConaughey is in it, and I can't think of the other actor's name. I want to say, oh my gosh, he's passed away. Um, game over, man. Game over. Um, <laughs> oh well, uh, uh, Paxton. I think he's in it. Paxton's in it. Okay. Yeah, Bill Paxton. I think he's in it. I know Matthew McConaughey is. Yes, Nathan said yes. Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey. It was just so freaky. And yeah. it's just some things that just gets to a point where I'm like, nope, shut it, shut it down because it's starting to give me PTSD. You know, so Yeah. Some of my students mentioned so there's a newer film called Terrifier Two. I had never even heard of the first uh -uh. Terrifier. 
but apparently it's <laughs> it's one of those movies where it is it's causing people to like have uh not just emotional reactions but also like physical re- like oh, like, wow. like yeah like throwing up from it it's every i was just like Oh, are you? It's like, are you planning to see that? I was like, no. It's like, <laughs> no, like, that's like the whole. I, I'm guess, yeah, I'm guessing it, it must be something similar to like Human Centipede kind of. Uh-uh. I don't down do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But Laura, do you remember hearing about the people that thought they were possessed after they saw The Exorcist? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, that movie was. Um, another level mm-hmm. of, of weirdness. Yeah, it was, I think the church at that time was like telling people, no, we just don't, you just don't come in and say, I need an exorcism and we start performing one on you. Yeah. But people were just like, they were thinking they were possessed after they saw it. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's freaky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, you know, you know, because and that's that's what's so interesting, too, as you mentioned, a lot of people are apparently, you know, we're, we're contacting, you know, the priests in the diocese probably to say, I need to talk to the exorcist. I need to do this or do that. And yeah. it's so often where that, that's why it's there's a great uh, uh, actually active exorcist. His name is uh, Father Chad Ripperger. He's very open about like the like what he deals with. And one of the most common things he mentions is that there's so many more people who are who think they are, but really aren't. And so that's why he has like a degree in psychology because he needs to figure out first off, like, okay, is there a psychological problem going on here or is there something else possibly going on? Um, But most of the time he says that it's, he's able to figure out pretty quickly that it's someone who just is disturbed or is suffering from some type of, but oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing about that and I didn't see the exorcist until the, censored version came to cbs <laughs> oh, <laughs> and i was like well i read the book they've cut a lot out of this <laughs> <laughs> probably for the best <laughs> probably for the best <laughs> oh my gosh oh man let's see rosie then says i was talking about nosferatu okay i wouldn't watch the orphan i know my limits mm-hmm. oh okay yeah gotcha, gotcha. yeah uh let's see bruce is in the chat hail to you bruce thank you for being here appreciate it and let's make sure i got yeah bruce was we were talking about hawks and yeah in the chat last night and bruce said he was looking at it and i i've only seen it once and never again yeah so uh oh, by the way i love this comment from G. is terrifier about people who put pineapple on pizza yes yes uh, vomit-inducing uh, pineapple and pizza. I think that, that, that goes together. Oh. That goes. It goes together like Rama Lama Lama pineapple and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Let's see. A goat. A goat. Frailty was one of my favorite films of all time. The ending is one of the best twists in film history. Directed by Bill Paxton. Oh, interesting. It was actually directed by Bill Pack. I didn't know he directed it. Cool. Wow. Might be a film to put on the list for for maybe next year's Halloween. I might might be able to get through it now, but it's pretty pretty freaky. Yeah. So. All right. I said I had no desire to watch Terrifier. The villain looks stupid. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying what because my my students know that I watch movies, and so they said, "Oh, there's this movie that apparently is causing a lot of people are going to go see it." I was just like. Well, especially after that description, no. Like, why? Why wouldn't? Why I want to see a movie where there's even a chance of that happening? Uh, as Neil drops in the uh, R.I.P. packs, and he was great. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy to think that it's. Has it been what two, three years since his passing, or is it more than that now? I think it's more than that. Oh my goodness. It's just I have no crazy. sense of time anymore. When you get I, I know. Age, it all just slows yeah. Down. Well, also, COVID really just messed everything up time-wise. Yeah, he, at 20, let's, uh, 27, no, wait. Yeah, 2017. Oh, my goodness. So it's yeah, five that, that was because uh, we just kind of went bang, bang, bang on the birthdays last night. We mm-hmm. didn't go into detail about them. Carrie Fisher's birthday was yesterday. Oh, wow. she she died in 2016 and I was like wait a minute that's not that long ago so that shows you how it was like I, I remember her passing away I didn't remember that it wasn't that long ago yeah so that was yeah and who um it was somebody else that we read off died in 2020 and I was like okay that's so weird because I mean, well 2020 was just such a strange year yeah we lost people and didn't even know they were gone yeah ah, so. yeah everybody um came back to the office uh thursday and friday of this week and it was it was really sad because it was a lot of uh yeah i lost my uncle lost my dad lost yeah my oh my god grandpa grandma it's just uh a lot of commiserating because we you know we for some reason we just didn't do a good job of keeping in touch but uh it was it was an emotional day yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. Sorry, I have River trying to climb into my lap, so it's like, of course <laughs> she chooses that moment to, to you know, <laughs> dogs and uh, I guess she was just sensing the. Yeah, it was like, hey, Dad, it's going to be okay. <laughs> but I'm I think here. I think it's also because she was she was by the door crying, and so she's like, "Let me out. There's probably food out there." <laughs> If you, let, if you let me out, there might be some food, you know. My dogs are being unusually quiet. I hope everything's okay. Uh oh. It's quiet. Too my two year olds are like, what's going on? <laughs> you're like, mm, you're being suspiciously quiet here. <laughs> I got them all new dog beds. Like, they're like oh. bean bags, and they just they won't oh, get nice. out of them. Just Aww. sink into it. <laughs> yeah, we have, uh, as she's trying to climb in again. Uh, we have a fluffy donut. We call it the fluffy donut pillows. Yeah, that's probably like the same that we have. We just sink into them. It's so oh cute. My goodness, oh, you're so much. You're so much bigger. Oh, big doggy. Oh, you've grown oh. so much since the last time you were featured on the show. Hello, puppy. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, he can't hear. Oh, me. thank you. <laughs> thank you, Riv. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Oh no, we lost Laura. <laughs> Are you oh. here? Oh no. No, yeah, she she got dropped. She'll she'll jump back in, I'm sure. There she is. Let me just add her back in. River. 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 I need to add her in. <laughs> there we go. Of course she's moving and so my arm is like, oh, I got wait, you're moving. I can't I can't click the button. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't Up know what happened head. either. <laughs> River, did you did you do something? 
He's like, I'm innocent. <laughs> She's what? like, I'm not going to make eye contact. Oh, it's me. It was me. Hello. Sometimes I wonder if they can, because, you know, like, as you had mentioned, saying, oh, you have headphones on, so she wouldn't hear. It's like, well, they have really good hearing, so I'm wondering if, if she hears it to an extent. Hey. Cookies. Are you cookies, happy cookies. now? <laughs> are you, are you, ha- is this what you wanted? So I, I, I find myself saying that to Thomas all the time now. It's like, does this make you happy? Because, <laughs> like, we'll, <laughs> we'll be watching something, and he'll be crying, 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 and then we'll watch something, and it's, like, terrible. And it's just like garbage. And he'll be like so happy or just like not saying anything. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and, um, and so I'll just be like, does this make you happy? And for those that don't know, that's a, uh, it's a random quote from one of the Adams family films um, where uh, Pubert, their child in the second one um, becomes normal, has like the curly blonde hair and, and everything. And so she's reading him the cat in the hat. And so as she's reading him, she's like, she's like, does, you know, are you enjoying this? <laughs> are you enjoying this? Does this make you happy? And then the I, best part of all, she skips to the end. And she says, oh, no, he lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those movies. We'll be watching those next weekend, huh? Oh, fine. Oh, for Halloween. Rather, rather two a week from Monday, since Halloween's on a Monday. And I'm still trying to figure. Oh my goodness, River! I'm still trying to figure out uh, what I'll be doing for the Orlando um, Friday Night Tights Geeks and Gamers meetup because I'm thinking I might try to drive down um, Saturday and then drive back Sunday, so that way, obviously, I don't miss work and then also Halloween with the little one. But I don't know if we're doing any Halloween plans over the weekend. How long of a drive is that for you? It's about seven hours. Which is actually for me not terrible. I think ever since I did the Dallas drive, everything else just seems so <laughs> tame by comparison because Dallas was 11. And oh, I, I just still am amazed that I was able to do that. Um, you know, thank, thank God for audiobooks and, and podcasts to, to help get me through. I think uh, that was the trip where I finally got through and finished the first of the um, X Wing series. Oh yeah, it's a good time to finish a book. <laughs> yes, it is. So, so I've River... got a Drinker's audiobook right now. It's actually pretty oh, good. Oh, nice. Yeah. So right now, River has the high ground. She's uh-huh. staring down at Willow. <laughs> and she's, if you can't tell I have from the her, high ground, Willow. she's like her ears are like she's like I have the high ground. <laughs> it's over, Willow. <laughs> Did I hear pause? Let me plug my ears back in. <laughs> I thought I heard. T- 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 we have a technical okay. malfunction. I'm back. Yeah. I can hear you again. Uh, I'm still here, guapo. <laughs> oh, since you're on with me, Laura, thank you so much for letting me know that they were coming to Chattanooga, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, very cool. I do plan to go see them. They're going to be in um, Austin uh, in 2023. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So. I know that they, because my wife was looking into it because we just had a blast. Like, like, and that's again why thank you so much for letting us know because my wife was just rolling the entire time because she, <laughs> she just loves them. She thinks they're they're so. I mean, because we got into of course the, uh, their their show only murders in the building, and so that like was already like okay, reminded her about how much she loves them like as a duo. And then the entire show is just just so great because they're just making fun of each other, they're roasting <laughs> each other, and and 
I, I, I felt like I had seen, cause I think we had seen them once before and my wife is like, and again, I think COVID did this to us. We can't remember a lot of things prior to COVID. <laughs> so like, we were like, I'm pretty sure we saw them once together, like for an anniversary or for a birthday. Cause like there were some of the jokes that like were familiar, but they definitely have changed it up a bit too, because like the very beginning, it's a film reel of all of their like early works. And it's some of the best scenes from their movies. And it's awesome. And then they also start showing like young pictures of them and, uh, and making some pretty, pretty funny jokes too. Yeah. So. They've been, they've been friends for so long. It's, it's so nice to see, especially yeah. all the negativity in Hollywood to see two genuinely great people. Absolutely. And then it, it of course inspired us with, uh, her parents were still in town. We watched uh, then on the next day on Sunday, we watched the three amigos. And of course that movie is just phenomenal. And, they're on the uh, the uh, the blue the last Blu-ray release of the movie. They actually had like a ten about ten or twelve minutes of um of of cutscenes, and each one had like an explanation. And I didn't know this, but apparently, was it Fran Drescher? Is that how you say her name? Yeah. So Fran Drescher was originally in the movie. There was actually originally a subplot where they had a rivalry with another actress who was played by Fran Drescher. It just ended up getting cut from oh. from the movie, but they were able to find some of these scenes where it's it's the same scenes you know and love, but then there's extra lines because it's mentioning her character. It's like Miss Anne, I think, was the character that she was playing, and so it's like it's playing up that rivalry. And, and it was and so we're watching these scenes, and it's like this is so fascinating to see what could have happened in this movie that I that I've watched so many times. And there's even like an alternate opening to the movie where it starts off in Santa Poco and it starts off with El Guapo raiding the village the first time. And I was like, I'm glad they didn't do this one because it definitely would, it sets it up as being more serious in a lot of ways. Um, so I'm glad that they didn't do that, but it was also interesting because it's like, man, I, I I've seen so this, this movie so many times and I just never knew any of these things about it. That's so weird. I wonder if that's yeah. why they cut it. It just gave the movie a different tone. It was a bad tone. Yeah. Yeah. But so was it, was it like a variety show with a Steve the live Martin? show? Yeah. So yeah, it starts off with them showing this video, and then Steve Martin comes out to actually like introduce the show, makes making some jokes about the bathrooms and and stuff. Um, you know, like kind of like just as like general introduction, and then that leads him to giving his introduction to um and setting up for Martin Short to come out, and so part of it is like him roasting, and so like the very beginning, it's just them going back and forth jokes you know, making fun of each other, talking about their career and their relationship. And then there's, they're, they're doing at least this tour. They're doing it with the Steve Canyon Rangers, which is the, the band that um, he collaborates with that Steve Martin collaborates with um, as a banjo player, but they are great. And I felt bad because midway through the show, they had no intermission, but they let the Steve Canyon Rangers play like two original songs and they were phenomenal, but I felt so bad because since I didn't have an intermission, almost like it's it felt like about a third of the theater was getting up to go to the bathroom when they started playing and i felt so bad i was just like oh like i'm sure the band understands they're like i mean they've been sitting for an hour and some people need to use the restroom but like i felt so bad because it's like i can just imagine being on stage and just seeing like people you know just person after person getting up to use the restroom it was it hurt me a little it hurt my heart a little bit but yeah can, can you see much from the stage with the lights in your face like that um yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, the stage. Because I mean, I, 
you know, I, I, I did theater for many <laughs> theater. years of my life. It was community theater, but we had, we had lights. Like we actually were able to set up a lot of lights, but you can see a lot more than you would think actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're just much more aware of it. And that's why typically for me, whenever I'd perform, I would always just stare at the back wall because as soon as you start making eye contact with people, it just like, I, and it's funny because even teaching, because teaching in a lot of ways is performance, you know, it's, it's like how you present the information can really determine how well it's received or not. So even when I teach today, I very rarely make eye contact with my students. <laughs> so I, I always kind of wonder, it's like, what if they are like thinking like, what is he doing? Why is or... he looking at the back of the wall? I know, I know. It's like, it's like, where is he actually looking? Because sometimes, you know, over time, I've become more comfortable where I like every now and then, like I'll, I'll make, you know, eye contact just to make sure they're paying attention, that they're awake and stuff. But it is interesting, <laughs> like how like that still remains even with me from from all the years that I did with uh, with theater. So I had a lot of professors who would look at the ceiling. I still remember that. <laughs> like, like, like straight up at the ceiling yeah i'm like I, you know you're kind of like looking up to make sure there's nothing about the fall it's like what's going on up there that's so interesting do they know do they know something that we don't i know right? uh, the construction was not done well on this building there's water stains <laughs> all over the ceiling <laughs> i know right of course that reminds me that we had to teach i had a teacher in high school who was hilarious he, he was just non-stop joker and he would always make jokes being like, yeah, you know, the CIA, they're, they're listening in on the building and, uh, you know, they're going to break through these walls. You just wait. They're going to they're going to break through the ceiling one day and they're going to come and try and catch me. But they won't because I've been working out. And like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know why I gave him like, a, yeah, see, but he had a weird he had a fun way of he had a fun way of talking that was very similar uh, to <laughs> to that style. And um, but it was always so funny because like Robinson. Because he would just start off work. He would start off work. Yeah, and he would, yeah. His class, and he would be rubbing his arm. He just, and and he'd be like, "Man, I just sore." And we'd be like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "I was, you know, I was, you know, bench pressing some, some, you know, some, some, <laughs> some sixteen wheelers this morning, and I just I'm sore." We're just like sixteen wheelers. Oh, what, what's the word? What am I thinking of? Eighteen wheelers. Eighteen wheelers. No, no. I was just. I'm trying to visualize this in my I've, head. Hmm. What if they? What if they have sixteen wheelers? I wonder if sixteen wheelers exist. Anybody? Anybody in the chat? Do anyone? You know? anybody. anybody? They happen to know. <laughs> they happen to know. I took right. um, AP chemistry just because I was interested in the subject, and my professor would always tell us when we were doing an experiment how you could kill someone with the chemicals available. <laughs> <laughs> now would they the give you details, or they would just say, "Oh yeah, this could kill you." Oh, no, she put the assignment up on the board. It's like, okay, mix this with that heat, you know, whatever. And then she would be like, now, if you wanted to, you wanted to make this poisonous, so basically don't do this, right? You know, if you wanted to make this poisonous, you would mix this with that and then that. Oh, because, oh, well, yes, right, because, Laura, you weren't there last night. We did get off into how to kill people in certain ways. <laughs> Because I was saying G. Gordon Liddy used to say he knew how to kill somebody a thousand ways. And I used Mm. to think that was funny until I started doing my job and I realized, well, I've seen at least a couple of hundred ways that you can kill somebody. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's true. Somebody (laughs) in the chat brought up a paper clip and I said, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. So, 
there, there, there you, there you go. That was a weird, you had a weird teacher, Laura, but yeah, that, was, yeah. that was very <laughs> beneficial though. You learn things. I mean, it was, it was you like, learned how to kill. You learned how to kill. Entertaining and funny, but also as well as don't mix this stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. just don't do it. Cause you could get hurt. And I imagine we don't have those chemicals at our schools anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was very loosey-goosey that's for sure yeah the stuff I mean, we, we still have some stuff yeah yeah um but that no, reminds me of my chemistry class because we learned from our teacher about like oxygen and and that oxygen's what creates free radicals in uh our systems and that's what you know causes things like cancer and other things and so we were being this given this information and it was like we were being taught and immediately, of course, our class, just being full of a bunch of knuckleheads, we were just, you know, raising our hands going, so what you're saying is that oxygen is, is evil because it, it's what kills us. And she's like, well, like, yeah, a certain way, I guess you could look at it, but we also need it to breathe. And we're like, oh, wait, wait, no, no. So what you're saying is that we need to cut down all the <laughs> trees because they create oxygen and are trying to kill us because they understand that if they put enough oxygen in the air, that we'll all die. The trees are trying to kill us. We need to kill the trees first. So, it's so, like that summer on the dingoes. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And so we were like, we were like, campaign, kill all the trees, kill all the trees. And she's just like, I can't believe that's what y'all got out of this lesson. <laughs> So was M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong in your class? Is that where you got that idea from? Part of me wonders if, if he, did he just overhear it or I don't know. Yeah. But I had that idea before he did. So from a certain point of view, <laughs> the trees are trying to kill us all. The trees are trying yes. to kill us. In a certain I point of view, they are. I knew it. Not, yeah. not in the way that M. Night thinks of it, but... <laughs> Because it what? takes a much longer period of time uh, in real life, but <laughs> wait a minute, this tree outside my balcony is looking at me. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn away. All right, well, okay, so um, so Tina, be careful because there's yeah, two, I am. there's two options. All right, it's either an ant, and it's not a tree. But oh, it's an that's ent, true. Yeah. And that means it could have arms and mm. it could hurt you. So be careful. That's true. Um, or it could just be a regular tree, but still be careful. Because I, I don't I don't trust trees anyway. So. <laughs> the, the scariest scene in Poltergeist was the tree that came oh, through the, the window. Tree, yes. Oh, creepy. Oh wait. Oh, there's is it Evil Dead one or two? There's something with a tree as well, where the roots come alive and like kill. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not scared of roots for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're, you're staring at the top of the tree. You don't care about the bottom of the tree. <sighs> well, anyway, Father Luca was like, how are you having a staring contest? But I wanted to highlight his comment because it is Father Luca's birthday. So happy birthday, yeah, happy birthday Father Luca. Luca. And appreciate you stopping by today. And he also said the question of the day, what is your, what is your murder weapon of choice? <laughs> father, coming from a father, uh, Father Luca, that, that just makes it even better. Um, so I actually got into this discussion with my friends because have y'all seen No Country for Old Men? Yeah, with the... I know of it. With, with Javier Bardem. Yeah. And it's like the, what kind of put him on the map um, for a lot of people. And um, so in the film, he kills people with this... Um, it's air pressure and it's how they typically will kill cows. So like, it's like a, a little like 
I guess, bead or something like a little peg or something where it's like a very high, quick thing of air pressure. And it like just goes right into the brain and kills him instantly. And so it's meant to be, you know, a humane way of killing. But that's how he kills people in the movie. He like goes up and like it goes like and you're just like, oh, man. And so we had a debate because he also has another weapon where it was a silent shotgun, um, which was interesting. And so our debate was over what option we would want or which we thought was cooler. And I'm like, um, I think him cooling, killing somebody with this air gun is just so much more interesting and intriguing. And all of them thought I was crazy because they're like, how would you not choose a silent shotgun? I mean, it's a shotgun that's silent. And if you know anything about the mechanics of... And I'm like, I don't know anything about the mechanics of guns. So I'm going to go with the, the simple... <laughs> boop. Shotgun yes. goes booyah. Shotgun booyow. is not quiet. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. That's why it's in the movie, right? It's it, They create a silent shotgun uh, in the movie. Yeah. Well, it's also... Yeah, well, it brings up the good point of, you know, when people think anything about a silenced weapon, they wrongly think, like, the movies, where it's like... It's like, nope, still makes a sound. Still still pretty loud. <laughs> it's definitely so shotguns make a big mess. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's Tina's why also... got stories, I'm sure. Yeah, I have stories, yes. <laughs> oh, I could tell you some stories. I could tell you some stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just rocking in the chair, like, I can tell yeah, you some stories. Right I can here. tell you some stories. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I won't. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yes, it doesn't exist in real life, Rhaegar. That's why it's in a movie. Um, that would be my weapon. What would be your weapon of choice, Tina? Oh, I said an air gun or a nail gun because oh. I think we just go and that would be it. Hope you have a good air compressor, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was how Melanie Griffith killed. I think that was how she killed Michael Keaton in Pacific Heights. Was was a nail gun. Yep. Excellent. Do you remember that movie? Chuka, 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 chuka. She was, yeah. yeah. She had That's a couple her- times. Yeah, that's the first time I ever saw him play a villain, but he was he was crazy in that. No, Rosie, no stories, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie's like, please don't. Please don't, don't. don't, don't, don't. <laughs> so, Laura, what would be your weapon of choice? Oh, dragon, of course. Dragon! <laughs> oh, nice! Take <laughs> him out of the box. I like it. Now, Laura, have you been watching House of the Dragon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I, your, I heard I heard about that last What episode. are your thoughts on the ending of last week's episode? Oh my god, everybody in the universe was screaming at their screen. <laughs> Set him on fire. <laughs> I know I was. Yeah. Yeah, like for me, I was just like, okay, you clearly <laughs> you don't have a problem killing people because you just killed a bunch of regular everyday, you know, poor people living on the street, basically, with yeah, your like dragon smashed. crawling out of the ground. And then it's like Oh, wait a minute. And I, I, I think I was actually okay with it because I thought, oh, maybe they're going to go somewhere with this, like something like a little bit deeper. But then, of course, I, I actually for once watched the app, you know, the inside the episode uh, show after. And then it's, it's explained of, yeah, you know, she could have killed them and it would have stopped a really long and bloody war and you know would have saved a lot of lives but but you know she she made this connection as as a mother and i'm just like i don't i don't think that was it uh, <sighs> yeah i don't know okay well, laura i'm gonna ask you this because now we're kind of spoiled well and i know i told steph i know all the spoilers so if i even if i decide to go back and watch it 
when the season's over from previous episodes uh, y- yeah i'm okay, already gonna know because i know those one this most recent one apparently has leaked so we're keeping that one out yeah please. uh yeah. Tori just said that the new episode she saw it i think she may have sailed the high seas but she was mm. just put on her community tab she just said oh my god and that was all she all she was saying okay. but laura i have to ask you this and <laughs> dragon heck how yeah. the heck how the heck did she survive if the dragon is coming up through the floor right That's a good if she's on the back the pressure there's no way she should have been alive she would have been squashed she would have yeah. been squashed when it came up through there but i just and but I saw the clip and I was just like the dragon swishing his tail. And I said, well, he just killed another thousand people. That's right. Shook that. Shook Get out of the way. There's a part where, where she said finally like, oh, I'm going to be good and not kill this person. But then as the dragon's leaving, you literally see the dragon's feet wipe away like a good 20, 30 people as it's taking off the ground. And I'm like... This person doesn't have moral principles. Like, what are you like? So the fact that they even tried to make that argument at the end, I was like, no, that doesn't work. She just killed a lot. She just killed probably a lot of moms, and then the dragon just, you know, whoop, like let me knock you off. Dragon being a dragon, yeah. Squash, squash, squash. My my favorite scene involving dragons was when uh, they were battling the crab dude, Mm. and oh yeah, the guy's laying on the ground like you know pinned to a, a piece of wood yeah and he's like oh my prince my prince thank you for saving me and the dragon just like squashes him dead <laughs> <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh, a bambi yeah. versus godzilla it's probably how the more recent uh the more recent godzilla film should have ended with all of the human characters that weighed down the plot like should have just Just been like yeah yeah and then and then make it all kaiju and then you know most of the complaints (laughs) about the films just go away because the the things that are worthy of complaint go away so (laughs) are you left with kaijus Laura, Laura, you knew that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that. I was like, wait a minute, why is she still alive? How did that happen? Plot yeah, armor. It was plot armor. That's it. I don't know if like the dragon melted the beams that hold up the ceiling or something. I don't know. Well, yeah. because it happened, but it happened so quick. I mean, everybody was cheering and then kaboom and this dragon yeah. just comes out of nowhere. But no, Stephanie said, <laughs> I was telling her because she said she's not going to watch it. She's still, you know, angry about season eight but she was like you mean this (laughs) right here Steph was like oh they just did that to try to justify what Daenerys did in season eight and I said yeah probably you know crazy Mm. women crazy women and dragons am I right so crazy women yeah I've heard rumors (laughs) that this this John John Snow show that um they're very interested in kind of correcting some of the problems from Game of Thrones. That they're going to mm. try to work it out. I don't know. I, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think that George, that uh, George R. R. Martin had the books finished. I think he kind of generally knew how it yeah. was going to end, but that thing <coughs> the last season was so crappy. That'd be funny if he did this, like told them a general idea, just to like 
just to just you know to, to troll them basically oh, and like get like a general feedback so that he said oh well now i know i'm not doing that ending <laughs> and then he just kidding just kidding but then he promotes like he finally finished i don't think he's actually going to finish it but if he does no. i wouldn't be surprised if he says like with a different ending from the series or a new ending from the series just Alternate to try universe. to sell a few extra books i think a lot of people are just going to be like nope you already lost me. I'm done. But you <laughs> might have some that would say, oh, oh, an alternate ending. Maybe he'll fix the problems. And I just heard that the actor that played Brand said when he did the script reading and realized he was going to be king, he said he just started laughing because he was like, nah, this has got to be a joke. <laughs> You've seen the script reading from when um, Jon Snow finds out he has to kill Daenerys? Yes. Yes. He just has this look in his face like, what is happening right now? Yeah, because that was like the one actor, because uh, I came in on Game of Thrones late, mm-hmm. but the one actor that Daenerys finds out has betrayed her, and she says, well, you know, you have to die by dragon fire. And I saw her like patting him on the back because he was just, both of them were stunned that it was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Now, all I do those think- poor people who named their kid Daenerys, can you imagine? <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. I, and also, Father Luke, I think, uh, you know, I thought Dragon was going to win, but Father Luke says his rabbit. weapon of choice is rabbit, so I mean, you I know, love it. With the by nice, big, sharp, pointy teeth. Yep. I you- tried to warn you, I told you. <laughs> you said, oh, it's just a wee little rabbit. It's all good. <laughs> To get the holy hand grenade, take care of that rabbit. <laughs> the holy hand grenade of Antioch. <laughs> <laughs> I love too, like, like seeing how like they're using actual Latin, and then like the kind of <laughs> just like, uh, th- that's smart comedy. You know, back when comedy was smart, I miss those days. Me too. Oh my goodness. <sighs> My goodness me! Well, that was that was fun. So, <laughs> uh, are y'all are y'all both still good on time? I know Tina, you said that you had some stuff to do, so you want to talk about uh, your movies? Or... Yeah, I because I don't really have that many movies. <laughs> I've been watching too too much YouTube, and I keep finding more YouTubers. And oh my god, all the YouTubers I've found since uh, what's the name of that stupid show? Woke of the Rings since that that came out. Oh, and, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's like I'm finding all these wonderful YouTubers that are going into <laughs> it. And uh, I'm like, so that's the way I've been spending my time. But I did see a few movies. And Laura, since you're here, since you saw it, the double feature of Boris Karloff, The Mummy, and The Bride of Frankenstein. Ooh, yeah, so good. And <laughs> I, I was upset about the mummy and i think that's in my review that someone don't know who i would assume someone at universal since they own the movie put in unneeded extra sound effects Mm. i don't know why they did this because it was very distracting i didn't catch Uh, that well I own, I've seen the original so many times and I own it thankfully on Blu-ray. So the scene where the young man, when he removes the scroll and he's reading the hieroglyphics and brings uh, In Hope Tap back to life, they 
added music and there's not supposed to be any music there. It's supposed to be silent, which is supposed to build up the tension because he's reading the hieroglyphics, doesn't realize he's reading a spell. And you start, the camera pans over and you see Karloff slowly coming to life. And I'm like, why is there music here? It's very annoying. It's supposed to be that reaction of he, he looks down and sees that mummified hand grabbing the scroll and moving it away and then he lets out that yell uh the the ballroom scene the well at the club mm-hmm. when they're dancing they added music over the original music weird oh, no. that's a strange choice and i'm like you can that's- hear it and i'm like why are they adding additional music that's usually a big no-no yeah, I mean, restoration, especially this, this is so, it was so weird and it kept taking me out of the movie. So that's mm. the reason why I said, I'm so glad that I have the Blu-ray edition because I'm not going to have that. I'm going to have it as it was originally, you know, shot. Um, but I enjoyed the movie overall and it was so nice seeing it on a big screen but every time I heard those extra sound effects, uh, oh, they they were even like tripling up on the sound effects. Like if somebody was crumpling paper, you could hear it. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like oh, yeah, I had that in mind. It was like when the person was walking across the floor, it's like. And I'm like, what what are you what are you doing? This is such a great movie. Now I don't think it was a hit for Universal, not what they had hoped for. Karloff was coming off the original Frankenstein. Um I thought they I think they were advertising him as Karloff the Uncanny. And it's such a great performance. And they did the full body makeup for him, and you only see when he's the mummy, you only see like half of it. So it was like, well, why'd they do the whole body? But that's just the way they did it then. And he went through all this, you know, the painful makeup like he did with uh, Frankenstein. Uh, the director was Carl Freund, who had been a cinematographer in Germany. He was Fritz Lang's cinematographer for uh, Metropolis. So, oh, and Carl Freud went on to be one of the directors for the I Love Lucy show. He's the one who developed the, I think they they call it the multi-camera technique, where you have more than one camera on the set. Oh, okay. Interesting. So he's the one that developed that. So great cinematographer and good director. But why they did that, it just so took me out of it. So Laura, I'm stressing during the intermission, wondering are they going to do this to Bride of Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> Tim's like, make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> so thankfully they didn't. They had uh, Franz Waxman's score was still there. No added sound effects or anything. So Bride of Frankenstein was a better experience. But The Mummy, I that's one of my favorite horror movies. And I know when people think about horror they're always like, you know, they, Freddie and Michael, and, and it's like, no, I, when I think horror, I'm thinking about Karloff and Lugosi and Cheney Sr. And th- those are my favorite horror movies. I, 
78 is there something Halloween about them? is about it. Is there something about those uh, older ones that like make you prefer them? Is, is it is that they have more suspense? Is it that they're just better made? Like, is there a certain quality of, of like the horror films that you prefer? I, I, I love the atmosphere um, in the original Frankenstein when they bring the body down and Karloff starts moving his hand, he's still on the, the table and Colin Clive launches into it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. And he launches into that. That's almost scarier to me than somebody plunging an ax into somebody's head Mm -hmm. because you start to realize this man just brought back something from the dead. He's dabbling in stuff. We shouldn't be, even contemplating mm-hmm. and he's done it that's that's scarier to me even in bride of frankenstein when you you start to feel for the creature more because you he didn't ask to be here frankenstein has turned him out it's thinking he's dead and the creature is just kind of stumbling around just doing whatever and when the creature like stumbles upon the blind man in the hut and the blind man, of course, doesn't know what it is. He's just thinking it's someone that can't talk. And there's just something about that where you're thinking this creature has murdered people and this blind guy has no idea. And it's almost like I think in like with Hitchcock, he said it was scarier to show the dynamite under the table and no one around the table knows it exists. Mm. It's that tension. But I love the way they build the atmosphere in these movies. There's just something about them. I don't need to see somebody getting their head lopped off or mm. pinned with a, 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 a big, you know, machete or I just, I'm not into that stuff. That's the reason why when I think Nathan brought up frailty, frailty, once my coworker told me how it ended, I was like, Oh, I wish I had. Look at that. all the way <laughs> uh, But it was, it was really starting to play with my brain because I I'm thinking, Oh my God, this man is seeing things. Nobody else is seeing. And he's thinking we're all crazy and I won't go any further because there's a big twist at the end. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Is this something about, I saw somebody mention the reason why I like Brendan Fraser's mummy. I, I love it. It's not like any of the old mummy movies. It, it kind of took inspiration from the Karloff version and then threw in Raiders of the Lost Ark. So it was a fantastic mix. Um, but I don't know. I think it's kind of the atmosphere and it's the tension of the movies that you don't, Laura, I know in the original Frankenstein, you remember the scene with the little girl when he talked her into the lake and it's a horrible scene and he didn't mean to do it. He thought she was going to float like the flowers did. Yeah. And it's just something about that. That's more powerful to me, like I said, than seeing somebody get brutally murdered where their intestines mm-hmm. are flying all over the place. I don't yeah. I don't need that. I'll take Psycho. Oh, yeah. You know, because of the, because it was Hitchcock. But I think I start drawing the, the psychological 
thriller. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think I start drawing the line with horror. I love Halloween 78 and yeah. the sequel was okay. That's where I start drawing the line. I'm like, I'm not into all the body horror. That's the reason why I've never seen John Carpenter's The Thing. I know it's a great movie, but it's like, it was enough for me to see the baby alien popping up out of John Hurt. <laughs> so that it's like, okay, I'm starting to draw the line here, you know, with this yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, Rosie's leaving. Bye, Rosie. But with uh, me, a lot of these classic movies, you, you kind of feel safe because you know you're not going to see anything incredibly gory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Psychologically, yeah. it's a different story. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, when you even think about the shower scene in Psycho, we're not really seeing the knife hitting her body. We think we are. And the way he shoots it, that's impressed in our brains that we're... Our brains are thinking that we're seeing more than we're actually seeing. And that was kind of his brilliance there. So, uh, but yeah, I, I'm really glad that the Fathom events had this, but I would kill whoever it was that messed up the mummy. <laughs> I'm like, why did you do this? And why did you have music overlaid with the original music? That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that because um, I had seen in in the chat, uh, Victor Fontaine had mentioned sometimes that sometimes when they're transferring the music or they're trying to convert it to a different formatting, issues happen. Uh-huh. But, but even for that one, it's hard just to think of it because if you have new music over it, like that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Because if, if, if the whole point of it, I guess if they're trying to justify it by saying, well, the vocals transferred fine. So because the music didn't transfer fine, we we added it like that does that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So no, they did in in the the dance club. I heard it. I'm pretty sure I started hearing it again when Laura. You probably remember the scene when she's gazing into his pool and he shows her their lives together in ancient Egypt. And I'm pretty sure I started hearing new music over the original music. And I'm Mm. like, well, why are you doing this? I don't get it. Mm. So I wonder if there was a problem with the sound, like the original music, maybe it was skipping or. I I just don't, I don't even know. But like I said, I'm so, uh, and I'm kind of curious now. My brother has all of the old universals on digital on Voodoo, and now I'm kind of curious to play the mummy on there to see if the digital version has been changed. Mm. It wasn't last year, but maybe mm. it could be because I know they can go in and change stuff. So I'm kind of curious. So the, the one last year that was shown in in theaters or like the physical media release? Okay, the physical media release I got like six or seven years ago. So it's the everything is original. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother bought all of them on digital because I saw them loaded up into the Voodoo account. So he's got Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, The Invisible Man, uh, uh, The Mummy, uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon. But anyway, he's got all the universal horror classics. Yeah. And I started thinking after I saw this at Fathom, I started wondering has the digital version of the mummy been readjusted? Hmm. So I need to just go in and check it. And if I start hearing those weird sound effects, I'm going to say, this is why you need to have physical. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, there, you know, there, there you go. That's another reason for why you need to have digital because you don't. I mean, uh, physical because you don't know what they're going to putting these patches and you know all that nonsense in the digital. Yeah. So the only other movies I saw, I did catch the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicholas Cage. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining, right? It was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I gave it three stars. I mean, it made me laugh. You know. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, Mr. Pascal. If he would keep his mouth shut, it's just like know, he's right? a, he's not a bad actor, you know. Yeah. I've seen him in. He was even the standout in that stupid Wonder Woman movie, you know. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, I see where you're kind of coming from. Just keep your mouth shut, you know, mm-hmm. and act. But uh, I thought it was funny. This movie made me crack up a few times, and I thought I kind of had some of it figured out, but then uh, I was like, oh, I was wrong. Well, that's good, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was this. I would recommend it. Um, it's not like something you have to see, but it's on home video now. So, like, if you have a coupon or something, which is what I had, I would say, yeah, rent it. it it's it's pretty funny. So, I would say Nick Cage making out with himself is something everyone should see. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Spoiler. <sighs> <laughs> Well, it was just, it was funny seeing him, like, kind of spoofing his earlier movies. And, you know, when his younger versions would show up, I was trying to figure out, okay, is that Natural Born Killers? Which movie is that? <laughs> you know, uh, what's he do? I said Natural Born Killers, not that one, but something very similar. Um but I was trying to figure out, okay, what movie is that from? And I just liked the way he was just kind of playing off his movies. I think didn't he even have a line like "Not the bees"? So, not the bees. <laughs> yeah, not the bees. Face off. It's a face off. So, oh yeah. But yeah, it was it was cute. I I liked it. Uh, and let's see the others. General Winkster, I have not. I have seen the reviews about Willie's Wonderland. It sounds really crazy. And that's another one of those. If it comes on like a Roku channel or Tubi where I can catch it for free, I'll, you know, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Rhaegar said, yeah, he's Pedro Pascal playing Donald Trump in Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. 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 But he does have that I- one line that I do think it was like the only good thing about the movie was the line because of, of the meme value it had. Like it's like, it is good, but it could be yeah. better. Like that's yeah. the only thing. Yeah. That I actually even really remember from that movie because the rest of it's so forgettable. That movie. Yeah. It's gone out of my brain. There was one moment in. Thankfully. Thankfully. And I watched through EFAP. So that was the only way that movie is when EFAP, did their nine hour review of it. And I was like, yeah, this is the way to do it. But no, there was one moment in there with Pedro Pascal that I was like, that was when it kind of hit me. And I was like, yeah, he is a good actor. It's when they're doing the flashback and he's thinking about when I guess he first started his business. And it's like, he's got the paper signed up on the door and he's kind of like fixing the coffee cups and everything. And it was just something so, 
I don't know, normal and simple about it. And I'm like, yeah, this guy is starting from the ground up and he doesn't know where he's going to go with this. It may not go anywhere in the end. And that was when I was like, yeah, this he's not a bad actor. I've never seen The Mandalorian, so I have no idea what he's like on that. Uh, but yeah, if he would just keep his mouth shut, he'd be just fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and okay, we watched the the Raven. That was one of our watch party uh, movies. It got the most votes. Uh, it has seventeen votes, and that was with uh, Vincent Price, Boris Karloff, and Peter Lorre, and an extremely young Jack Nicholson. And it is considered a horror comedy. And it's definitely a comedy. Uh, Vincent Price plays a sorcerer. And a raven, he's doing the, uh, you know, the raven, Edgar Allan Poe. And this raven ends up flying in. And it turns out that um, it's Peter Lorre who has been turned into a raven because he got into a dispute with this other sorcerer who turns out to be Boris Karloff. And then he tells, he sees this portrait and he tells Vincent Price, yeah, I saw that lady over at Boris Karloff's castle. And Vincent Price is like, oh, no, 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 that's my wife. She's been dead several years. And Peter Lorre's like, uh, no, I saw her at Boris Karloff's castle. So the whole thing is about it has a sorceress duel at the end between Vincent Price and Boris Karloff. Jack Nicholson is playing Peter Laurie's son, and he's kind of dense, and it turned out that Laurie and Nicholson did not like each other during the filming of this movie. Oh, so, uh, and Jack Nicholson hadn't been in the movies that long, and it's like, uh, Dude, you're talking about Peter Laurie, who was in M. You know, show some respect. <laughs> uh, they said Peter Laurie ad libbed a lot. Uh, Vincent Price kind of picked up on the ad libbing. Boris Karloff, who I, was not well at the time, he really wasn't picking up on it. But it's, I think they filmed it like in 15 days. And for the most part, Roger Corman said they had a, had a blast. Um, I know Vincent Price and Boris Karloff had not issues, but it was like when they were doing some of the practical effects, they were swung up like in chairs and stuff. And they were like, you know, yeah, that kind of got bothersome after a few hours. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just a fun Silly movie and no Rhaegar. Yeah, the, no, I know the movie you're talking about. I remember John Cusack played Edgar Allan Poe in a movie called The Raven. No, uh, this is just a fun, silly movie. I was glad it came in number one. I was kind of surprised that it did, but everybody enjoyed it. And it's just, it's not scary. It's just, you know, and you're getting to see these three great actors and then one actor who is just starting his career. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I definitely recommend it. And um, it's <laughs> 70 enjoyed it. And it has pretty much nothing to do with Edgar Allan Poe's poem, except there's a bird. and that's kind of like the pit and the pendulum that Mm -hmm. we're watching next week i think the only things that 
it has in common with Poe's short story is that there's a pit and there's a pendulum. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope you all will. I hope you all will come by Soup to Nuts next Friday and uh, watch that. And um, General Winks to say he'd rather see Vincent Price in the Wax Museum. Yeah, Vincent Price did a remake of uh, Mystery at the Wax Museum, which is quite good. Uh, it's one of the first, if not the first, 3D movie. And a very young, he didn't use his, he did, he used his real name. It's Charles Bronson is in it. Mm. and uh, But he goes by his real name in that movie so yeah that was a good one too and then last night we watched uh nasuratu uh fw murnau's 1922 some people call it a masterpiece i was telling everybody last night i bounced back and forth between three stars and four stars depending on the mood i'm in last night i was in a three-star mood (laughs) (laughs) um that's why when rosie was saying um she had asked me in advance, was it scary? And I said, well, in 1922, it might have been. Mm-hmm. I, it definitely wouldn't be for us today. It has those, those moments. And I think, yeah, Bruce was saying it was more hype than, than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would kind of agree, Bruce, because I think the notoriety it's a good silently, but I think the notoriety of it has pushed it even higher. Nobody is for sure if Prana Studios, they made one movie and it was Nosferatu because they kind of got sued into oblivion. No mm-hmm. one is for sure if the Stoker estate was ever contacted to get the rights to this. Because this is an unauthorized retelling of Bram Stoker's Dracula. When the movie came out, they said that they did credit Bram Stoker in the in the promotional materials and also um, someone who spoke at the premiere. But Florence Stoker, Bram's widow, found out about it as she filed a lawsuit against the studio, and she won. So the judge ordered that every copy of this movie had to be destroyed. All the copies in Germany and Britain were destroyed, but the, uh, what's it called? Public domain. Mm. The public domain had already ended in the United States. So she couldn't file a lawsuit over in this country. So that's the reason why... uh, we still have copies of the movie is because they used the copies that were still here in the United States and in other countries. Mm. That's the only reason why we still have it. Wow. So I, like I said, I think, Oh, Jeff is saying, hi, Jeff. Uh, he's saying they were contacted. They said no. So they <laughs> went ahead and filmed it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do it anyway. And, and I happens. mean, they kind of changed it. Uh, Jonathan Harker is Thomas Hutter. His wife is not Mia. It's Ellen. They're already married when the movie starts. There's no Arthur. There's no Quincy. Um, there's kind of a Van Helsing. 
and they put it in Germany in 1838 instead of 1890s Britain and Transylvania. Yeah. So they were trying to change it up, I guess, because they were filming. Bye, Steph. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one, Steph. Uh, um, I think they were trying to change it up so it would be more appealing to a mostly German audience, but they didn't, <laughs> it wasn't changed up enough for the Stoker state. Mm. And obviously it wasn't changed up enough for the judge. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only, I think the notoriety behind it um, is what now has really, you know, pumped it up that it's so famous. And, but yeah, it's still a good, yeah, Chris was saying, yeah, it's still a good movie. I saw somebody else say, yeah, it's still a good movie. It is a good movie. And Max Shrek, I showed a picture of him after we watched it last night. Click on his name. Hopefully one of his, his real pictures real pictures will show up Yeah, because somebody in the chat asked me that I think he was a real vampire. And I said, okay, I know in shadow of the vampire. Yes, that's him for real. I've seen him in other movies. He was mainly a stage actor. He worked for, uh, he did theater for Max Reinhardt, who was, um, a German, um, stage director that a lot of German actors came up under back mm -hmm. back in the day. And I've seen him in other movies. So yeah, I don't know. I know he wasn't a real vampire, but I did recommend that everybody <laughs> rent Shadow of the Vampire with Willem Dafoe playing Max Shrek. In Shadow of the Vampire, Max Shrek really is a vampire, which is why F.W. Murnau hires him. And he just tells the cast, you know, this guy is very weird. You know these theater people. Yes, he will be sleeping. <laughs> we will we'll be filming only at night because this guy does sleep during the day. So the whole joke is, yes, Max Shrek is a vampire. Murnau is, uh, he knows it. And the only thing Shrek wants is he wants to have a go at the leading actress in the movie, Greta Schroeder, who in reality was still small time. She was still showing up in a few movies, but she wasn't the big star they made her out to be in Shadow of the Vampire. But Shadow of the Vampire is just so off the charts. And it's Willem Dafoe. So right there, high recommendation. And uh, John Malkovich plays F.W. Murnau. And I think Carrie Ellis shows up. I can't remember what character he played, though. But it's, yes, definitely a highly fictionalized version of the making of the movie. But uh, Shadow Shadow of the Vampire? Shadow of the Vampire, yeah. Wolf they should have just said he was being a method actor. That's pretty much what they were saying. You know, you know, he came from Max Reinhardt. You know, they're all method actors. You know how they are. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, so yeah, Carrie Ewells is uh, Fritz Arno. Catherine McCormick, he... Greta Schroeder, Eddie Izzard, Gustav. Eddie Izzard. Oh, I forgot he was in it. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. And, but yeah, well, this is one of Willem Dafoe's best movies. I don't know. I don't know that if he got any nominations or not. If he didn't, he should have. Yeah. Because he's quite good in it. And there's just this one moment in there, because we all know in the audience that he's a vampire. But there's this one moment in there where he's fiddling around with the, the movie camera and he looks at this one shot where it's a sunrise. 
and the it's shot in such a way that you're realizing he hasn't seen a sunrise in centuries. And the way Defoe plays it off is like you almost feel sorry for him until he starts eating a rat, <laughs> a live rat. <laughs> Yeah, he was nominated. 2001, he was nominated for Best uh, Supporting Actor. Cool. Cool. Don't know who won that year, but yeah, yeah he's, he's – that's Russell Crow, one of my... Russell Crowe for Gladiator. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Yes! Sorry, 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 sorry. No, Benicio Del Toro because it was – sorry. I was looking in the wrong category. Benicio Del Toro for Traffic won Best Supporting Oh, and actor. I know he won because there's a fo- – boy, this is getting really off, off track, but <laughs> – there's a photograph of Russell G. Roberts one for Aaron Brockovich. Yep. Uh, I forgot who. Marcia Gay Harden for Pollock. Oh, that's Ed Harris. It's about the the painter. Okay. Pollock. I forgot who won. Okay, so she won. All right, and then we've got what's his name? Uh, Javier. Yeah. There's this photograph of all of them. <laughs> They're holding their Oscars, and. I, me and my younger sister kept saying, it looks like they brought some homeless guy in and put him in a tux and said, here, hold the <laughs> He just did not. He's not an attractive man, and it's just, he just looked out of place. You know, I don't know. It just looked really, really, really weird. So anyway, yeah. So watch Nosferatu, at least give it, give it a try. Even if you see it one time, at least you can say, well, there, I saw it because it is considered a classic of the silent era. Uh, F.W. Renaud was recommending some of his other movies. He's one of my favorite directors. Um, my favorite movie of his is not Nosferatu, it's Sunrise, uh, A Story of Two Humans. That was one of the last s- silent movies ever made. And it's a it's a beautiful movie. And it was one of the first... It, okay. <sighs> Wings, I think, won Best Picture, popular vote. But Sunrise won Best Picture, like, as far as how the Academy was approached, like, just, it'll stand the test of time. It's so beautifully done. So you kind of had two winners, and I love both of them. But Sunrise is just, it just always gets to me every time I see it. But Murnau, yeah. He was such a great director. Did come to the United States Sunrise. He made it for the for uh, Hollywood studio. Died while filming. I think it was a movie called Taboo. I think he was in uh, Tahiti. Died in a car accident. I think. And he was homosexual. And they knew about it in Germany and also here in Hollywood. And it was like, no, he pumps out good movies. <laughs> you know, we we. We just won't let anybody know that he's homosexual. So, yeah, these people that think everything these days is we did the first this, we did the first that. And it's like, no. So uh, and his Faust is magnificent. Hmm. Um, Yeah, three Oscars. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of Faust is kind of scary, too. So uh, but yeah, there you go. Nice. So, yeah, like I said, not too many movies this month. I've been just kind of watching YouTube videos and laughing at Rings of Power. And, oh, goodness me. I'm so glad and, it's over. 
<laughs> well, I didn't even look at it, and I'm so glad it's over. Uh, but, 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 Laura, I did joke that if the people that have been in that hall or cathedral or whatever on House of the Dragon, if they had been on Rings of Power, they'd all still be alive. Because if you can get hit by a volcano and survive, <laughs> obviously getting hit by a dragon, they would still be around. So they were all on the wrong show. They were all on the wrong show. So. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, the whole volcano thing too for Rings of Power. <laughs> it's just like that I don't, broke me. It I don't me. know what idiot in that writer's room thought this was realistic. <laughs> and they can throw the whole well, it's a magical no. No. All I have to think that somebody in that writer's room said, Well, I've got these pictures of Herculaneum and Pompeii, and they're all like, No, 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 no. We're all there, all of them will survive, and somebody will go blind, and somebody will have a scratch, and that'll mm-hmm. be enough. That'll be enough. That'll be enough. It'll be fine, you know? Everybody's fine, fine. Everybody's fine. I just, it was like seeing the reviews of that and thinking, this can't get any stupider. And then the volcano <laughs> erupts and it got stupider. Yeah. But somebody thinks that, because I keep saying, well, who is this girl with the boobs? Because Drinker and them were talking about it. Because, I mean, you kind of, your eyes just kind of automatically go to her and you're thinking, oh, they're letting her have the only boobs on the show. <laughs> uh, and it's you know, Sildur's sis- fake sister who actually doesn't exist. Somebody, people are saying they think she's going to transition and become the Sildur. <laughs> <laughs> Middle Earth, nobody even bothered to even try to go back to look for survivors. And of course, Muffins just she just wanders on out, and tells his kid he's like you're like you're not my mother. I'm your mother now. Come with me, and I'll tell you about the husband that I'm only bringing up in episode seven. I'm so glad I have no idea what you're talking. About. <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I know. Oh, it's, it's like it's somebody uh, describe describing a, a train hitting a gasoline truck. It's like yeah. I just don't. Really or you know the greatest uh, you know metal or you know the greatest yeah metal worker metal smith whatever you want to call it in Middle Earth, uh, Celebrimbor being taught by you know Sauron. Oh, there's this thing called alloys. Oh, oh, we're now just only finding out about alloys. Oh, so bad. And then, of course, the episode's title was Alloyed. I heard that. I forgot <laughs> what, what YouTubers said. Yeah. Are they kidding? They were laughing about that. They're like, no. aren't we clever? We named oh, it after this major revelation. That was, oh my <laughs> God. Look on Odin's face just now. It's like <laughs> life just left his body. Yeah. I, I, I just can't. I'm not watching the show, but I know enough about it from mm-hmm. the reviewers. And um, there's one YouTube, a new new YouTubers that I found. Like I said, I found a lot. Their channel is called Eat Garbage, mm. and they would do <laughs> they would do a live watch. Uh, they would have everybody, you know, sync up at the same time on on mm. Amazon, and I would just sit and listen to them. And one episode, they just kept saying, "I hate this show. I hate this show. I hate this show." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, but what's happening? Well, uh, hey, as Father Lucas said, at least Amazon was faithful to Tolkien's work. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, especially with the Nazgals, you know, like that. Yeah, Nazgals. <laughs> a random subplot that didn't go anywhere. They I was like, aren't they Nazgals? <laughs> they called them <laughs> well, the Nazgals. Three, three women. One of them looked like oh. she had borrowed yeah. a Valkyrie costume from a cheap production of uh, Wagner's Ring Cycle. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> but I and then we had Slim Shady, the one everybody kept calling Slim Shady. I'm Slim Shady, I'm the real Shady. All the other. Slim oh Shady. my gosh! But yeah. I was like, okay, if they think this is Sauron, why are they spinning him around in the air? <laughs> and the fact that it took him so long, you're like, oh, so they're not very smart. But it's even like the oh, the writers of the show, the writers and creators of the show. It's even worse because. You know, like clearly that's what they were trying to basically have them be was and like some early edition of the Nazgul, but they're all women, so we that's why we call them the Nazgals. Um yeah, yeah, that's not their actual name. That's not their actual name. We just we just call them the Nazgals. Um because and it's confirmed though that that's the idea they were going with though, because when uh when the Oh, oh that's my Alexa. Alexa in the background. Uh <laughs> I, I know that sound all too well. Um, but when the, uh, you know, the person who, who we're not supposed to know who he is, you know, he's, he's totally not Gandalf. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he, he basically says, I am good. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden he destroys them with, with his magic. But the way they light up, they end up looking just like, like the Nazgul mm-hmm. did when uh, Frodo yeah. had the ring on. Yeah, and so exactly. it's like, oh, you've just confirmed that this is exactly where you're going with it, and therefore you've confirmed just how stupid this concept has been from the beginning. This just, I mean, like Sauron, not Sauron. Yes, he's Sauron. It's like <laughs> everyone <laughs> saw that coming too. It was just. I had already heard the rumors, and then him and what what's her name get into that snarling contest in the last yep. episode, yep. and I'm like, you have got to be the stupidest elf in existence at mm-hmm. this point. And when somebody played that one moment when they said, "Well, where's Halbrand?" and she says, "Well, he's gone, and I don't think he'll he'll ever be back, or we'll never see him again." My follow up question would have been, "Why are you telling us this? Why did he leave? What happened?" That would have been my follow up. But these idiots were just like, "Oh, okay, let's go make these cheap looking rings that look like they came out of a pinball machine." Oh no, no! But before that, we need to get the purest silver and the purest gold. <laughs> So what we're going to do is that knife that you've been hanging on to, the one from your brother. Yeah, the one from your brother that you like. Yeah, it happens to be made from gold and silver. So let's just put, we're going to put the whole knife and melt the whole knife because we need pure gold and pure silver, which means that the knife blade itself is made out of either gold, which it's not because it doesn't look like gold, no. or silver, which, oh, Okay, so silver weapons, got it. We're hunting, uh, was it werewolves, werewolves now, you know? Um, but I think that also, like, this episode, to me, is in a lot of ways kind of... Now, now hear me out. It's like the Game of Thrones <laughs> Season 8 last episode. And uh-huh. I say that because the show was bad from the beginning, like, Rings of Power. But there were a lot of people who, when when Season 8 was going on, they said, 
I'm going to let this go where it's going to go. And like, yeah. um, let's just see where it goes. And they were still holding on to all the previous seasons and all the things that they loved and everything. But the last episode is when anyone who they had left started to go, okay, this is it. And this, okay, I can't defend it. Yeah. Anymore, you know, yeah. And I think that that's what the last episode of season one was for a lot of people. They're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't really defend this anymore. It's just, I mean, I, Bless anybody that re- watched it to review it. Same with She-Hulk. The reviewers that had to tackle that, Disparu did. He just dropped a video the other day where he wasn't so much reviewing the season of She-Hulk, but getting into the um, them pretty much coming out and saying, yeah, this is a sex show and we made it for kids. And so he was dealing in cultural destruction more so than She-Hulk is just a terrible show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's the word that needs to get out. And as far as Rings of Power, I mean, yeah, bless anybody that sat through it to try to review it. I'm glad I saw the reviews. I had a general idea of what was happening. But, you know, everything just... From the clips I saw, everything just looked cheap, and I hate saying community theater, but, you know, that, I mean, it's not like community theaters got a billion dollars to say, no. yes, we're going to put on a big production, you know? yeah. Um, but it just looked, it looked cheap, it looked ratty, you knew they were trying to copy a lot from the Jackson trilogy, uh, I never thought I would see something that would make me think, yeah, The Hobbit, <laughs> Looking back, the Hobbit trilogy wasn't that bad. In uh, retrospect and in comparison, yes, absolutely. Yes, actually. absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know where the billion dollars went. I'm not going to be the first person to keep saying money laundering. It keeps popping up everywhere. <laughs> uh, Mr. H Reviews has already said this is obviously, he's already said it's obviously a money laundering. Yeah. Because where did the money go? It just looks so cheap and tawdry. Mm-hmm. And we brought that up on the salty podcast last weekend because we were reviewing the show and we had last week on, (laughs) on, we had someone who had been a, uh, a network executive. Um, and so he had some inside knowledge about how some of these things work. And so I asked the question about, you know, production budgets, like, you know, what does production budget include? Does it include, um, the cost for actors, the, the, the cost for, you know, the writers, like all this stuff and everything going into it. And he says like, essentially goes into like all of the different like factors. And so basically that leaves open. Then it absolutely could have gone into the pockets then of the uh of the producers because uh i think he said or someone had said that yeah amazon footed the bill completely so all the people listed as like producers executive producers normally you would find in most cases you would find them putting some money up but because this had guaranteed money um there's a yeah so i think a lot of people should probably say i want to see the financials and, uh, uh, I, if i was a sh- am i a shareholder in amazon i'm trying to think because i get those little like i'm with i guess i'm in stash investments and sometimes mm. they do bonus stock every week oh, okay, and okay. that's how i am a shareholder in netflix i didn't buy the stock it was a bonus but i'm able to vote to i'm able to vote you know oh, nice. so um Oh, Ray Garza, you have not seen what I have seen. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, but I keep thinking I might be a shareholder in Amazon. And if so, yeah, I'm I'm voting negative down the entire board if I am, yeah. because I'm like, you're, you're wasting my, uh, you know, my investment in you. Mm-hmm. Where is this? And somebody was joking. Watch. I had already I've already said watch Prime go up. I'm not a Prime member anymore, but I've already said watch Prime go up. And somebody was joking last night on YouTube. They said, what? My Prime bill is now three hundred dollars. And what you're telling me, there's half the content that was once there. Half How does the this content? make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, yeah, since we found out that these two guys are, again, bad reboot, more bad reboot people. Um, and that's how bad reboot got that deal with Star Trek Discovery. When you were saying about Amazon footing the bill, Netflix got stuck with Star Trek Discovery because they footed the bill for like the first two or three seasons. CBS, Paramount, Viacom, whatever, and Bad Reboot were, didn't have to put any money in. And then once Netflix saw what they had done, they were like, this show is terrible and we're stuck paying for it. Mm-hmm. But now I think these, because I think it's getting ready to go into its fifth season, how I don't know. But now CBS is having to put out the money or Paramount or Viacom, whatever. And that's the reason why they're getting ready to be cut off because they're like, this show is not good. Nobody is watching it. It's like mm-hmm. Batwoman. Nobody's looking at it. So anyway. Except, uh, for, except for Az. <laughs> except for, oh my God. Az was their biggest God. fan. Poor Az. <laughs> oh my the amount God. Of, uh, the amount of mental damage done to poor Az. <laughs> That show. Now we know why he is as he is. Too much Batman <laughs> and Rings of Power and She-Hulk. And, oh my gosh! Oh, and that's another thing too. Oh my goodness! Because because as bad as as this as this entire show was, it doesn't hold a candle to She-Hulk. Like she she uh, I, that was the most painful. <laughs> because I usually I usually stay away from bad stuff. But like this is one of those things where it's like it was like for homework. It's like well, we got to watch it because we're talking about. It. I'm like, no, stop! Don't make me. I was putting like gifts into our, our like chats and stuff, and I was just like, no more. I can't take it. Can, yeah, I think Thorius Unlimited has watched Bat Batwoman. Uh, I think he was watching She Hulk, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. It was like I I can't I can't take this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's the- like. The small bits that I saw of She-Hulk made me sad. Yeah. So, uh, well, like, and you know, if yeah. you don't know how to write a legal show, mm-hmm. you bring on people that were either lawyers or are currently lawyers, and you use them as consultants. Because even me, with my limited law experience, I, one of the things I said was, you cannot put a drunk on the stand when they're drunk. That evidence is not legal. Police cannot even take a report from a drunk. If they go to a scene and that person is drunk, they say we have to come back later to take the report. But they put this bimbo, this drunk bimbo on the stand to give evidence. And I'm like, no, that can't be done. That's not legal. Yeah. So if I even know that, it's like, what is wrong with you people? 
Oh, uh, yeah, a comic cops. book show. You're supposed to you're supposed to just let it in. It's not supposed to be based in reality. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's I I don't I don't know. Don't you so, love how it's, they, Yeah, it's they, like admit just admit you didn't try. Yeah. But don't you <laughs> yeah, love how exactly. also they put in so many real world things that no one asked for, but then the real world things that probably should be in there to have it make sense they actively go against it's like having it make sense from like this legal perspective like the thing that you just mentioned they're like no we're not going to do that but we'll go ahead and add in some modern day commentary and have all the men mm-hmm. be dogs and just oh my goodness yeah it's i, I don't know it's just i would just recommend because i i don't want anyone to have to go through what i went through so <laughs> I would I would not sell anyone to watch it, even just for the sake of saying I watched it. I would say instead, try to find, I'm sure it's out there, just the the ending, the season one ending, and just watch that. That, to me, will be everything you'll need to know about the show, and it will tell you all that you need to yeah. know about why that show has done some mental damage to all yeah. of us who have unfortunately watched it. I had to look at it, yeah. Because and when so- you see She-Hulk... Hanging down from the Disney Plus menu screen. Oh, I saw start, the clip from that. Oh you start to go, um, um, re- w- m- m- excuse me, th- that's where you want to go with this? <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and, and to hear Ms. Gal, Gal, Jow, um, for her to say that she could have gone on for another half hour. She could have written another half hour of She-Hulk complaining to this robot and it's like but nobody wanted to see that we already realized you are bullying kevin feige that's the that's what has come across to everybody he's totally lost control of the mcu phase four has just been garbage i don't even want to think about phase five that's the reason why i'm so done me and steph keep saying we are so glad we got out of it with infinity war Mm -hmm. I, I mean, as far as we're concerned, Thanos is one. You're going to have a throwaway line <laughs> in She-Hulk about, oh, yeah, the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, they've been canceled. What? That's right. Yeah. A, a throwaway line. <laughs> then if somebody goes to see a movie in the future, this is so the Shills can say, oh, well, you should have watched She-Hulk episode. Blah, 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 blah. No, I shouldn't be required to do all this homework to watch one of your freaking movies. Stop it. Especially when the movies aren't even that good to They're begin with anymore. That good. That's, you know, like, oh my gosh. So anyway, well, I Laura, I'm gonna turn it over to you. Thanks. <laughs> I've ran it enough. We'll ran we'll ran on well, Steph's gone. We'll ran on soup to nuts anymore. So we do a lot of that anyway. Before we move on to uh, to Laura, make sure everyone you smash the like button, like the fire button, Odyssey, and uh, smash that Rumble button as well. King Kang Rumshki has been hanging out over on Rumble. Thank you very much, good sir. And he did ask a question. That I want to make sure everyone does know. Yeah, so tonight there will not be an evening stream. Um, so uh, the the chosen stream that we're doing right now is taking the place of of the Saturday stream. So thank y'all very much for for being a part of this. And uh, shout out to uh, Abomination who is hanging out over on Odyssey, and to all those who have been hanging out on YouTube. So uh, Laura, what you been watching? I'll oh, see I y'all later. Oh, you're oh wait, Tina, hold Tina? on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on one second. I saw that movie, the the portrait of Dorian Gray that you recommended. Yes. 
with Angela Lansbury? Yes. Oh, so good. I was surprised how small her part was, though. Yeah, the character, I've never read the book. I keep it's on my Kindle. I just haven't got a chance to read it. Uh, yeah, the character has a small role, but she was just so wonderful in it, wasn't mm -hmm. she? Yeah, I'm so glad I saw it. I, I'm I, glad, glad you enjoyed it. I think I was forced to read that in high school, but. Um. <laughs> well, if you are, I think it's still there. If you're ever in Chicago, if you go to the Art Institute down on Michigan uh, Avenue, the full-size portrait of the corrupted Dorian Gray is on display there. Oh, I don't know if I could handle seeing that no, person. <laughs> I, I walked past the room. I, I saw it was on, you know, our little guide. And I was like, wow. And then I was like, no. <laughs> and so we went past the room, but it was like a fast walk. I was like, oh, there it is. Uh, okay, go to the next room. But yeah, fantastic movie. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Look oh, at yeah. her. She's so young in it. She's so young. Yeah. That's one of her first uh, one of her first movies. Wow. Her voice was, you know, it's it's so high and sweet, you know. Was, yeah. I see why she made an impression. Oh, and and watch her in Gaslight. She's completely opposite of this character. Oh, yeah. I've got that in my list uh, next to get Okay. To yeah, yeah, Gaslight. Gaslight's really good. So, yeah, I am going to uh, I'm going to get off here and uh, I will see you all, I guess, Tuesday night then. Yeah. All right, then. Have a good okay. Saturday. Thank yeah. you. You all have a good <laughs> one. I'll talk to you all later. All right. All right, you. then. Bye. Bye. All right. So what you've been watching or anything you want to talk about, Laura? Oh, yeah. I also saw that um, Mummy, Bride of Frankenstein. Um, yeah. So what are your thoughts feature. about that? Oh, it's just, it was so great to see, you know, some of these classic scenes, you know, when they show compilations of all these classic movies, you always see, especially the Bride of Frankenstein and, you know, she screeches at, um, when she's introduced to Frankenstein. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's actually, this is, I've yeah. not, I've actually never seen either of them. Um, because I, I've, I've never watched any of the, the, the classic, um, stories, the, the classic, uh, universal monsters, you know, I've, I've, I obviously know about them and I've seen yeah. a lot of the, cause I've, I've been to the universe, I've been to universal studios, you know, a few times and they have the different tours and different things you can look at from, from their history. But, um, but yeah, I've, I've always heard so many great things about it. So did you, yeah. so had you, had you seen them? Cause I know that for, for Tina, that the, the music was kind of a distraction. Like, had you seen them enough before to notice the music added on or? Oh did, yeah. This was my bother? first time seeing both. We saw okay. um, Frankenstein last year and uh, part of Frankenstein is not obviously as good mm -hmm. as the original Frankenstein, but just, there were just some classic moments in there. Yeah. Um, that I was like, I, you know, I'm glad I saw that in a theater. Yeah. So did fun. you notice any, at least, especially from like the mummy, did you notice any of the music changes or anything like that? Like, would it have been distracting? Cause I'm wondering, cause, um, cause like Tina had mentioned, you know, whether it was the version that was on digital that may have had it, but also there's been always different versions, like, right? cause they do different transfers oh. of the movie, different, um, you know, they'll, they'll have like a brand new transfer, and they'll update it right as they're doing it. So I'm wondering if it's the newer ones and not the older ones. Cause she said shit that she had like the Blu-ray set from 
or uh, the Blu-ray set from like several years ago. So I'm wondering if in the the redoing of the film, if they changed it or if it was just the the showing uh, that she ended up going to see it. Yeah, I did notice some of the things that she mentioned, like, you know, when they go back in and add the sounds of people like walking or mm-hmm. um, things, it, it did seem to be a bit off. Like the the background sounds were just like way too loud. But mm-hmm. uh, I didn't notice anything weird as far as the music was concerned. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to, if I ever see it again, I'll have to kind of pay attention to that. But yeah, yeah she's, she's seen it so many times that she would notice, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, it's funny because I, when I saw The Bride of Frankenstein, a lot of the stuff in Young Frankenstein, the um, Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, so, uh, unfortunately, for some reason, Laura's connection has been, I don't know why it keeps doing it. Laura, that, I don't know why it keeps kicking you out. Uh, frustrating. Uh, well, I'm going to talk really quickly then, <laughs> just in case. Well, luckily, yeah, it, it's it's easy to get you back in. So I wonder if it's an internet thing. I don't know, but I, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I was I was laughing because um, there there are certain scenes in The Bride of Frankenstein when when Frankenstein goes out and meets the stranger in the woods. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait a minute, that was in Young Frankenstein. Now that's right. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> so of course I had like, to go back and watch that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, guess what, yeah. She when she was mentioning uh, even about yeah about meeting it uh, the like the my brain actually didn't even go to Young Frankenstein for some reason it went to there was an off Broadway musical called Frankenstein the Musical and it it was not that successful but um <laughs> you know you know Sutton Foster right yeah so Sutton Foster for those that don't know she's very uh well known like Broadway actress has been in tons of Broadway stuff like just is seen as off like to it's like Today, she's like probably like Miss Broadway, like she's like synonymous with it. Um, but her brother also does theater too, Hunter Foster. And so Hunter Foster was in this off Broadway version and he was playing uh, Dr. Frankenstein. Um, so that's where my brain actually went because it's, I actually love the music, even though it was not a success, like it d- never made it to Broadway or anything. Um, I thought the music for it was actually just beautiful. Um, oh, so that's, well, that's where my cool. Brain went. Yeah. Bride of Frankenstein is better than the original. Ooh, strong opinion there, Jeff. Wow. Mm, I don't oh know. It, it did have its moments, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I just preferred Frankenstein. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Igor. <laughs> what type of brain was it? Oh, it was Abby someone. Abby what? Abby normal. <laughs> <laughs> you made me put an abnormal brain. Ah, uh, Terry Gar is just so beautiful. I was like, so oh, so pretty. <laughs> what else did I see? Uh, oh, speaking of when when Tina was talking about being drunk and bored, um, <laughs> I was in our downtown and I was, you know, I was having a good time uh, drinking too many cervezas. And uh, I was like, well, I, I can't drive home. I've got to go sit in a movie theater. <laughs> so the only thing that was playing that looked interesting was Avatar. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've not seen a 3D movie in like forever, so I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just go watch this uh, 3D movie." Uh, how did how did it hold up for you? Oh, it's just as long and boring as I. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I could fall asleep, but it was just too loud. I was like the only person in the theater. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, well, because I know the special release came out. I think it's now it's going into I think it's third weekend or so since it it got re-released 
Um, so I it got it actually did relatively well, like when it first came back out again. But uh, yeah, mm, I, no, I mean, know, just, God just bless you. Positive, yeah. The, I mean, the three D was really good, and the, yeah. the design of the world. But I mean, after a while, it's like okay, you know, mm-hmm. that's enough of that. I think I I did leave before the end. I was like. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, just maybe I'll just wander around town for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do that than, you know, go through the rest of this movie. Cause I agree. I, I actually, cause I, I hated the th- just 3d's just never, I've just never liked that technology, but uh, the world, I always said, Oh no, the world looks great. I think the world absolutely is, is beautifully designed, but it was the characters that, you know, when a giant, I couldn't get bat- past giant blue Smurf people that that's, that's how I always had to view them. Yeah, a little strange, a little yeah. preachy. I was like, mm, mm. Yeah, I don't know that. What was it? Udumtanium? Isn't that the? <laughs> 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 it's like, nice, good, good job. Nice writing there, James. The corporations being all corporationing. This <laughs> 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 is horrible. Oh yeah, Vince Bronte, uh, Avatar. Isn't that one of Odin's favorite movies? <laughs> uh, no, mm. The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. <laughs> No, uh, no. I'm bringing back bad memories. No, no. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> oh, I got 38%, so let's let's keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. What else did I see? I, I finished Elvis, um, and I didn't want to watch that movie because I knew it would make me sad because, you know, he, he died so young, and just the whole story is, is pretty sad. Wait, which one? Elvis. Oh, oh Elvis. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, the newest one, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was good. It was good, though. But yeah, I was, I was, now, I was sad at the end. Now, how much of the scenery did Tom Hanks chew up when he was on screen? I compared the Elvis. I compared um, what's his Butler's performance in Elvis? I forget mm-hmm. the actor's name. Oh, was, uh, yeah, Austin Butler. Yeah, yeah, Austin Butler, and then that horrible performance that Tom Hanks gave. Yeah. I've compared it to like having Jar Jar Binks next to um, Liam Neeson in. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's in actually a good. Oh, that's good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, in episode one. Yeah. Oh, so bad. <laughs> or, yeah. I just oh kept God. like turning the volume down when Tom Hanks would talk. I'd just be like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> but I, said, so I can't bad. even. I can ever. I can only barely get through the trailer. Oh. <laughs> Both like nature children. Ooh. Yeah, my mom uh. loved Elvis. We were mm-hmm. we were like back to school shopping or something. It was me and my sister were with my mom at Sears when I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. and some lady just was like in a panic, crying, and came run up to my mom and was like, "Elvis is dead!" And then my mom's crying, and this lady's crying. And I, my mom could like barely drive us home. We had to leave back to school shopping because um, Elvis wow. had passed. And I was just like, and she was just despondent for, oh my for days. Goodness. I was like, oh, jeez, poor mom. Wow. I'll just never forget that moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's certain things where that, that happen, you know, and, um, and, and uh, you know, you just remember every single detail about where you were, you know, because, um, you know, obviously, Terrible. yeah, I, I guess, you know, for me, the biggest event, of course, w- would be 9-11. So I just remember being in middle school and I just remember so many things about that day 
uh, specifically. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy how those events stick with us in that way. Mm. Yeah. She, um, she had just seen him. He had come to uh, Charlotte which is where I grew up. It was very recent. She had like just seen him. So she was happy. She got, you know, that last concert, but uh, she has, mm-hmm. she has so much memorabilia. She, I, I think my sister all has it now, but oh, yeah. So mm. that was a difficult watch for me. I was yeah. thinking about my mom, you know? Mm. Yeah. And you know, having creepy Tom Hanks doesn't help. Oh no. <laughs> the Jar Jar Binks of the movie. <laughs> someone, someone had mentioned, or uh, the uh, the Gollum of of Elvis. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, well, um, let's see. What else did I? Let me get my little list here. Um, I did watch that RRR movie on Netflix. Yeah. What'd oh, so fun! Yeah, after yeah. Elvis, I was like, I gotta, I gotta watch something. Yeah. Fun. Oh yeah, and and when you mention yeah, and like I think fun is the best way to describe the movie because like there's some things in it where I'm like eh, okay, it's a bit. Che-. The thing I couldn't get past is they to me it just sounded like they clearly DNR'd like they just recorded the voices after because the sound the the voices just sounded so weird. Oh yeah, yeah they didn't. Uh... They didn't do any English. And I think the other movie that I saw, they did the same thing. They just dubbed well, it. Well, that's just the thing. That's just the thing, though. Is is that um, just even listening to it in the actual language with subtitles, the like there it was something weird where like the language that they were actually speaking wasn't seeming to match up with their mm. with their mouths. And I was like, wait, mm. I guess like I kept checking. I'm like, no, this is set to the original language why is it look like or why does it look and sound as if i'm i'm not seeing and not you know like seeing these things directly connected together this doesn't make any sense oh interesting yeah yeah i mean i i i enjoyed when i i was just kind of looking for something to watch i've seen like two or three other bollywood movies and they all are similar and just Mm. so entertaining i mean just the talent to be able to do stunts and dance and act and same. Now, did you love the um, the best way to describe it? Really, is the arrest sequence. Did you love the arrest sequence in the movie? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the best way to kill somebody is to fling a tiger onto them. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Dragon's still pretty cool. I don't know. Can't go. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm glad somebody recommended it to me. I, I hope it gets uh, you know more stuff like this comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we need instead of all the sad Elvis stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and of course, House of the Dragon, but we kind of already talked about that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe people are spoiling it. People are so. I have uh, I've done so good in avoiding spoilers. I know, and, you know. But you get it's funny, like um, especially in Gary uh, Nerdrotic stream. Yeah, he'll be he'll be talking about something, and he just kind of gets this kind of gleam in his eye, and he's like, "Oh, just wait." <laughs> just like <laughs> he's like, "I know something you don't know." Oh, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, what's happening? What's going to happen?" <laughs> you don't want to get too attached to anybody. It's like they're going to be dragon food, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. It's like you're like, okay, well, by that reaction, and just by by the way that the show's been going, you know, okay, well, well, someone's gonna die, you know, oh, yeah. at some point, someone's gonna have to die, and it's gonna have to be someone big, you know, to some extent. Um, 
So yeah, it's been a roller coaster with this show, right? Because it's still for me, it's still under the shadow of season eight, Game of Thrones, and then to me, episode four, I've I've gone off enough about that that episode. I just can't really get past. And then the most recent one, though, the thing with the feet, that was I was like I was like really, I was like you that don't have to. That was a little icky. Yeah. Well, it's also like. It can still like because people are saying, well, that, well, that's the reason why they're doing it is because they want you to be. It's like they they had they already had that effect when he was looking at her feet before anything else. That creep factor was already there. They, they could have cut away and we could have known what was, you know, but it's like for some reason, people, I guess, you know, in Hollywood and some audiences feel like you need to have. Like you need to see that these things in order to feel the uh, these different emotions. It's like no, 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 no. They, they, you can not, you know, there are so many clever ways of being able to convey certain things. You know, I never need to see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. It's like it's like no. It's like you can just imply that he likes feet and move on because that is more than enough to tell us how creepy he is. We don't the need to see is anything just else. On fire, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Talking about the feet. People are just like, oh, I know, I know. The man would support. Yep, yep, yeah. probably. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and this one's, yeah, how to feed your dragon. <laughs> <laughs> feed them people. Uh, feed them people. Oh, um, I've been having a good time lately because I forgot that Superman and Lois, that TV show, mm, yeah. I, f- I forgot it had a second season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still need to catch up because I still didn't get through season one because I like it a lot, but it was a show that I, it took me a while to, to like get the episodes. And then, um, like I just, I, I think I'm still five or six episodes in the season one. Um, Ooh. but I had that same experience actually with star girl because I really liked season one of star girl. And then when I checked back, I was like, Oh, I missed season two. So then I, I watched that. I was like, Oh, it's not as good as the first season, but it's okay. And now mm-hmm. season three is, is coming out. So Oh, and like uh, Walking Dead, um, because it's kind of the final season. I, I tried to get back. <laughs> I tried. I have no idea what's going on, though. I was yeah. like, oh, geez. I'm gonna have well, to I can to, only like... imagine because so much always happened every season, and there's been so right. many seasons. I just. I would have to go. I think I stopped watching like three seasons ago. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I got to season four or five. It, I think it may have been like, I know I got up to Negan. And I want to say I got through the Negan, the Negan season, um, <laughs> and maybe the season after. I don't remember who the bad what the big bad was in the season after Negan. Um, I think a lot of people left after Negan. I think yeah. a lot of people were like, "Ooh, no, that's enough." Yeah. Ooh, did you? Yeah, he's got the goal. Got the goal. I, I mean, and then uh, the main guy left. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew Lincoln left, and that probably killed the rest of the audience. So. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so sorry. I- spoiler. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, my gosh. Spoiler. I mean, I stopped watching because I didn't care. Um. Oh, I actually. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought well, he somebody would... listening might care. Odin. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. Someone might care. So I, I guess I get I can, you know, there we go. Taking care of it. See, now we got the little spoilers tag up. Uh. So he so I guess he dies. He gets killed. No. He just disappears. He's still out there. They think what? he's dead. Yes. They don't they even think go. he's dead. Right. I know. I know. I think that's why a lot of people are like, oh, F the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, because the, the character, I believe, is is supposed to be alive throughout because he's the main character. Right. So it's 
it makes sense for him to be alive throughout all of it. Yeah, I think I don't I have to look into how the comic ends. I think the comic is completely different than the show at most points. So Yeah, I know that there are definitely some some major differences for sure. The whispers, yeah. Well, they did have some bad guys. They had these people that walked around and they put zombie skins on themselves. Oh, okay. And like shuffled around like pretending to be zombies so they could kind of like walk around outside. Mm. That was that was pretty creepy. Yeah. Pretty creepy. But that's just it. A, that's just a wee bit. Just a wee bit creepy, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like hey, we've got this nasty gooey zombie, and now we got to somehow get its skin off. Which I think you could just pull, you know, like yeah, oh yeah, because you're like yeah, I used to skin rabbits. Now I'm skinning zombie. Mm. They're all gooey. I don't even but know they're people. It's people. <laughs> Soiling green. Exactly. It has that kind of vibe to it a little bit. Uh, yeah, my brother spoiled that movie for me, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know funny. how I made it through because people were saying the whole it's people, it's people. And I, I when I finally watched the film, like I got through it without knowing what like the like it all made sense once we got to it. But like, yeah, somehow it, it didn't <laughs> it didn't connect with me until it finally was like playing out. They're doing all this stuff with The Walking Dead, like online. They're doing like these mini episodes, and I think there's a whole other show. So there's yeah. stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Rick is back in special series. Okay, cool. Interesting. Oh, that's good. Yeah, apparently he just has he has got some movies coming soon. So I guess if it's the last season, that he'll make an appearance probably at the very end. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife and I were so into that show, and she would like make me wait until it got dark outside. What? <laughs> 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 we can't watch it while the lights are on it has to be in the dark it has to be in the creepy environment of the evening <laughs> we got in so many fights about that i was like it's <laughs> on right now it's like, this like, go nope. watch it freaking walking dead zombie purist i think she went <laughs> to that like haunt, there's like a haunted house or like a walking dead experience or something yeah, like that. yeah 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 she went and did that oh wow of course yeah of course <laughs> I was well, like, I mean, you if can't she's that hardcore about yeah. the time, then yeah, I, that makes sense that you would. <laughs> it's like you can't take a bat to anybody. They don't. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, because I remember seeing uh, someone. Was it PewDiePie? Someone, one of the YouTubers did that. Ex- did one of those experiences and filmed it. So like, it was like them going through it. So you have like zombies on each side, and so you're trying to get through, and essentially the zombies have some type of like. Um, they have like paint or something on their hands, but it is ultraviolet. So you try to go through and if you get to the end, you're a winner. If you went through and your clothing has no ultraviolet paint on it. Oh, fun. So it's oh. like, oh, that's actually a pretty cool concept and way of doing it. Yeah. It's fun to watch PewDiePie do pretty much anything. So that would be, yeah. I have to look and see if I can find that. It's I would say if it wasn't him, then it may have been uh Markiplier. Play. Oh, Daryl has a spinoff after Walking Dead ends. Good, good info, Alex. Good yeah, info. I'm both happy and sad about that because it's like just let it die, you know. Like come up with something new, but at the same time, I do, I, I do like him. I, I do like the one. I like the character of Daryl. At least when I was watching it, I like the character of Daryl. And then I, of course, love the actor who who plays him. Ever since he did Boondock Saints, because you know, just fun. It's cool to see him oh, yeah. doing what he's doing. 
You think they would, they would get tired of it, you know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. So uh, according to Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, not, <laughs> oh my, this is too much. So there's Fear the Walking Dead. There's going to be a Rick series. There's going to be a Negan and Maggie series and then a Daryl series. What? It's a zombie verse. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, but also that tells you AMC has nothing. That's true. Well, they, yeah, because Better Call Saul is over. Yeah. So oh. it's like all they had was, you know, they had Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Walking Dead was was a cash cow for a long. I guess it still was making them money. I guess it still was having. I never watched or never looked into the ratings for the show, but I assume that they must have still been pretty high. And if they're doing this many, if they're doing these many spinoffs, then they must have some belief that there's going to be a <laughs> there's going to be an audience watching it. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot of zombie stuff. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. It's like I need it's like I got I got a fever and more I need zombies. more zombies. <laughs> the only cause more zombies. Uh, Lord help us all. Seriously. Oh my goodness. <sighs> they should just call themselves, you know, zombie television. Because that's all we do now. Did all of like the good writers like just retire and fade away or something? It's just uh Either that this- or yeah, they they got full of themselves and so they like kind of covered their talent with with mediocrity or they moved on to just doing independent films that no one ends up seeing i actually just found out about uh not as yeah yeah he wrote it too but he's a director um martin mcdonough uh i don't know if that name sounds familiar to you but he is the he's the guy that did the the first film i ever saw from him was um in bruges which is a phenomenal dark comedy with Colin Farrell and um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking out Brendan Gleeson in Bruges. It's phenomenal. Uh, he went on to do other films as well. So he has also done like he did the three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, mm-hmm. um, which actually I really liked a lot. I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah. Martin McDonough and um he did Seven Psychopaths, which actually was a lot of fun. But I only just found out recently that he has another film that just got released in a limited uh, release. It's coming out next week, actually. So I actually bro- I bought my tickets for it because they're bringing Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell back. And it's called The Banshees of Inishirin. And it again, everything he does is so like original and well thought out and very quirky and typically a dark comedy. And apparently this is another dark comedy. And so there was a huge success with them in, in Bruges. And so as soon as I saw the casting and was like, Oh wait, you got Brendan Gleeson back and you've got Colin Farrell. I've got to see this. So uh, look out for the insurance because it looks like it's going to be good. The it's a comedy drama, but it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a dark comedy drama. Yeah. I guess that's the way, you know, a lot of these mainstream movies just, just aren't doing it. And Mm -hmm. you know, TV is not, great right now just have to uh, go classic movies and recommendations from people who've seen stuff oh there you go yeah but also it looks like it was filmed in ireland so it just ah that just it's got the vibe yeah yeah and i mean i mean you can't get any more irish than brendan gleason (laughs) on the parallel at this point it's like as far as like main name irish actors like ah that looks good yeah it'll be it'll be nice to see colin farrell uh in in a project that's not related at all to 
Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, the, that um, that one actor, he's got the best line from Braveheart. <laughs> he's oh, all Brandy got Gleason. his war makeup on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, we're not going to get all dressed up for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's also, for those that don't, he's also Mad-Eye Moody in the Harry Potter movies. And, uh, and he was also in uh, Gangs of New York. He was the, the barber that they, or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the barber. Um, the big dude. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. The big dude who they try to to run against uh, Bill in the film. Great actor. Fantastic. But sounds like you haven't seen In Bruges. You need to watch it right away. It's, oh, okay. It's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so funny. I do like dark comedies, so. though. Okay, then you will love this one because it's just, it's, it's great. <laughs> so well, I am the only one here... Well, I was so, going to say, do you, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about, wanted to promote, or anything else you wanted to say before we, we wrap things up a little early since? Yeah, yeah, just a, it, kind of Friday nights are my nights to get dinner for the house, and then, mm-hmm. uh, so Friday's not good for me, so poor Tina. Yeah. I, I try to get to see her, uh, see her stream, but yeah, it's Saturdays, usually there's someone here to help, but it's just me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that I'm, you know, uh, my wife, I think, is running an errand, so I'm looking at little baby Thor on the monitor, and so he's, he's still asleep, but, you know, it's always, he's weird with his nap. Sometimes he'll do a full, like, two-hour nap, so one to three. Sometimes he'll go a little further. One time, like, a couple times, though, he's a toddler, so sometimes he'll just sleep for, like, 30 minutes to 45 minutes, and he's like, ah, I am going to be awake. <laughs> Uh, he wakes up saying Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star and, Wars. And by the way, today, this is just today, we've already watched. <laughs> so before his nap, we already watched Return of the Jedi um, in full. <laughs> and uh, we started uh, the original Star Wars. So, yeah, he's still uh, he's still in love with Star Wars. Yeah. When my daughter was little, she would watch um, Aladdin like over and over. And then for some weird reason, um, much ado about nothing. Mm. which was strange but uh i asked someone about it you know i was like is this is this okay and they're like yeah it makes them feel comfortable because it's familiar you know they Ah. they like seeing the same thing over and over so yeah okay well also because like i think every you know child toddler has something that they attach themselves to and they become so because like he he loves all the characters he loves saying the characters names um he loves being able to show he recognizes them so like he's got these pajamas and they have all Star Wars stuff and so he'll he'll look at it and he'll be like Falcon Falcon because he's looking at the Millennium Falcon and and you know um, it's just funny it's so cute to hear him say all the different you know <laughs> oh yeah and, and he's a, he's a, a Porkins Team Porkins <laughs> oh my god every oh, oh my goodness yes he is obsessed <laughs> he is obsessed with Porkins. Like every single, and so it's so funny because even even we were watching it this morning. One of the fighters during the attack on the second Death Star, uh, you know, blows up, and he's like, "Bye bye, Porkins." (laughs) (laughs) It's like Porkins died the first movie, bro, but you go right ahead Um, and keep on saying it's. And uh, one of the family members, yeah, I know, right? They're all Porkins (laughs) to him now, and so what? Because he just got this set of like costumes. Like, one's a C-3PO, one's a Wookiee, and then one's just a general X-Wing fighter suit. And so he sees it, and he's like, it was like, Porkins, Porkins suit. Like, like so he's a, he connects anything that is an X-Wing pilot with, with Porkins. It's so funny. That's so adorable. 
<laughs> raising them right, Odin. Raising them I'm right. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, someone mentioned. <laughs> uh, someone mentioned uh, the, like the Clone Wars. We we're trying to keep them away from like television shows and like anything fast paced. Like Bluey was the one exception, and the only reason why is because we know the impact that fast moving imagery. Like you know, and uh, this really started I think back with SpongeBob. I think may have been one of the first ones to do it where. It's no more than like five seconds that an image will stay on, and that can have an impact on the developmental mind. So we're, we're, that's why we're very, very like supportive of his watching of Star Wars because it's a movie, so it's long length. Most most of the scenes are are you know longer, and and so they don't have as much of that movement back and forth unless there's action going on, of course. So um, that's why we kind of compromise and say, okay, we'll allow this one, but we're very cautious about the other stuff because we want to. Wait for him to be a little older before we introduce him to some of the more fast-paced shows. Well, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry. We will raise him right. Oh, no. She got caught again. Uh, so hopefully she can jump back in to, uh, to, <laughs> to finish up. Um, but, yeah, he, she, he'll act. There we are. <laughs> uh, so uh, but yeah, he'll absolutely be watching. You know, my wife and I actually are having a debate because she just hates the prequels. I love them because I think they're just funny. Like, I just love like just the different moments and and stuff and the lines, of course, from from episode two with the, everything with sand and the die. Oh, everything about it is just fantastic. But my wife is like, no, let's not show him those. But <laughs> um, she's at least agreed that we're not going to show him any of the new stuff. The only there's only two characters that we've acknowledged from the new stuff. And and I'm okay with it. One is BB-8. It's kind of hard to get away from that. Because, it's a big like, soccer ball. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. It's a big soccer ball. And also, if you get most of Star Wars things now, they have some new characters in it. And so a lot of people have been getting him like books and stuff. And so I just try to skip over a lot of like any of the newer stuff. And so sometimes they'll see things though. So it's like, okay, BB eight, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with BB eight. Um, and then Porgs because, you know, it's like, okay, we'll, we'll have that, but everything else, it's like, nope, all, all original trilogy, because we have a lot of baby Yoda stuff, but we're just, we just call him Yoda. We're like, yeah, look, it's Yoda. Yeah. He'd probably like the Mandalorian. I imagine. Yeah. But we're going to try and keep him away from that stuff. (laughs) Try and keep him away from that nonsense. Um, But yeah, anything you wanted to to say before we head out? Oh no, I just hope everybody has a good Saturday. Yeah. Happy times. Absolutely. Did you um pre-order your uh Top Gun Maverick? Uh oh, I did not. I don't okay. have uh any space for physical media, so uh, I have okay. the movies that you gave me, I put them up in little display racks so they're yeah. kind of like decorative. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, because yeah, um because Paramount, because as some people know, like I sometimes will get movies from studios, um, and I was I was so surprised when they said, "Oh yeah, you're getting this one," because I figured this one would be claimed by a lot of other channels bigger than mine, and so I was just so just amazed where I was like, "Oh, I'm actually getting this," so I'll be I'm able s- to give this one away in the future. Um, it's gonna uh, be a because, fight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it will be. I think. Yeah, um, but I did. I pre-ordered the Steelbook, and I think it's already it already got sold out. So. I think I was able to get two copies of that. So I'll be able to have one to give away. I'll have this to give away. And hopefully they get, you know, re-released some more of the Steelbook versions because people, I know people like to, you know, collect those things and everything. But oh, yeah. uh, I will but, take a digital code if anyone yeah, has Oh, <laughs> I, I can, I think I can do that. I actually, yes, because this, 
you know, uh, we'll talk, Laura. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> but since since you are on here and you are also part of the giveaways uh, channel, some some things to look forward to in the giveaways channel. I'm going to give you a sneak peek, um, and also the people watching. So Clockwork Orange on 4K nice. with a slipcover. This this is a big one. Alfred Hitchcock classic collection. Oh yeah, Rear Window Vertigo Psycho the Birds. That'll be a That's big a good one. one. Yeah, Wonderful Life. It's a wonderful life on 4K. If you ever come to California, I'll take you to where the birds was filmed and we can run down oh, the street. I don't yeah. know if I want to because <laughs> I would probably if I see a bird, I'd be like, no, this is where it happened. This is where it all happened. That movie terrifies me still. It's just, just, it's, I know like if I watched it now, it wouldn't be, but uh, the Stanley Kubrick 4K collection. Nice. Yeah. Of course, Bullet Train on 4K Steel. That was fun. I love this movie. And then Top Gun Maverick, of course. Of course. Of course. A little sneak peek there. I should be watching this one tonight. By the way, uh, just a reminder, no uh, no evening stream tonight. I think that my wife and I will probably end up watching this because she didn't get to see it. Um, and so I'll try and watch some of the behind-the-scenes features, too. Because Oh, you I need can't. to rectify that right now. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, I am kind of upset, though, because this is just the Blu-ray. But this is what <laughs> – this is not a good selling point, I think. Over 30 minutes of special features. <laughs> Is that not typical? Is that is that? Well, I think it is typical, but it's like I I look at that. I'm like thirty over thirty minutes. So what? It's like forty five minutes of special. Like I want hours. (laughs) I want hours of jet footage and and everything. Like the Uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, I know exactly. Give me everything. So I'm wondering if the 4K will be different. But the Lord of the Rings, you could make a movie of behind the scenes stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Uh, Victor Fontaine said he put in his order for the Top Gun 2 movie 4K Steelbook. Yeah, I know there was the collector's edition set that was like $150. Um, I'm assuming that thing got sold out. But yeah, that's when I was like, ah, I mean, I kind of want to get it, but ugh, it's tough. Gary says dogfight for Top Gun 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So yes, the, the people who want it will have to first be able to get in a, a jet or a plane. And yeah, we'll have to have a dogfight. Or we'll have to find a game... That is easily accessible where you can fly a plane and have them have a dogfight <laughs> in the game and then the winner gets it. That'd be a fun thing to do. <laughs> Make it uh, competitive. Yeah. And Victor says it's still available. All right. Well, Laura, thank you very much for well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for continuing to to be support of the channel and to continue to be awesome in the modern major general. The modern major general. Yeah, just don't yell at me in a live stream. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, oh. I'm out. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, I'll be like, love oh, you, man. Love you a bunch, you. but I'm out. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you say how that? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I feel that, I feel that I'm, 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 I do make mistakes. This, this does happen. I always try to apologize when, as quickly as I can when I do make mistakes. Um, when I mis- misread something in the chat. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, we all get yeah <laughs> oh if i but, had a problem with you i see i would not do it on a live stream i would take it behind oh, the scenes yes you would, you'd be like odin you'd be like dear my dearest odin what last heck, week man? last week you <laughs> said some words <laughs> i have taken issue with you've cut me to the quick <laughs> you've cut me to the quick uh using a bunch of old fancy words <laughs> and it's like i just picture you like with a candlelight next next to your desk a, you know, a dictionary opened up and you're just like, mm. get one of those wax seal thingies. Oh, yes. You have a typewriter. Yes. Typewriter. And Quill then you pen. Got the wax. <laughs> Quill pen. 
Yeah, not talking about a cool pen with the with the wax seal. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Laura, thank you again for being here. Shout out, of course, also to Tina B, Empress of the Universe. Uh, and also shout out to her as well because she, of course, is a member of the Chosen of Valhalla as well as Laura. And also shout out to all the other Chosen members who couldn't be here today. Um, I know that uh, the, the K-Man and Mr. Roy were, were wanting to be here, but I know they had stuff going on. So shout out to them. Father Luca wanted to be on, but it is his birthday and he's preparing for his uh, defense of his thesis. So good luck to you, Father Luca, and happy happy birthday to you as well. Um, hadn't heard anything from, from Rosetta, but I, I think Rosetta's probably soon working on on some of the projects she's doing like the she always has the, so much going projects. on so yeah. i know i know so luca, shout out to you her can, luca can borrow my dragon to defend his thesis so there you go <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate defense it's like you must now defend it oh i have a dragon i don't know if you see uh, <laughs> this but i do um <laughs> but uh but also again shout out to to every other uh chosen of valhalla member as well i think was matt 317 couldn't make it and then uh, Miss Martin Musa, shout out to her as well. I think I think I was able to cover everyone with that. So anyway, and also thank you to everyone who watched today, whether you're watching on Rumble. Again, uh, King Kane Rumshki, thank you for, for hanging out over there. On Odyssey Abomination, thank you for hanging out over there. And to all of the YouTube fam, thank you all for hanging out too. And uh, yeah, no live stream tonight. Uh, we will go ahead and, and this will be our, our stream for the evening. So uh, for the day. So thank you all. And hope you all have a wonderful rest of your weekend, uh, a blessed day. And we'll go ahead and play the end credits. And, and Laura, you can, of course, uh, head out whenever, whenever you want. So anyway, have you'll have one. yeah, thank you again for joining. Have a one for us. Y'all's day, everybody. And as always, uh, actually, I'm going to I'm going to um, uh, uh, vamp for a second because I haven't done a stream directly through a restream since the last stream. So the October uh, shout outs is not, uh, <laughs> it's not ready. I have the September shout outs prompt. I don't have the, so accurate just... shout outs. What would we do with you? <laughs> <laughs> Without your long shout outs, what would we do? But I look back and I think, Oh, it used to be so much longer though, because when I did, when I, before I revamped the tears, I would do vocal shouts for every person. And I mean, I, I, like I feel bad that I can't, but it's also like the amount of people at that one dollar one dollar tier on YouTube. Even it's like, oh my goodness. But that's good though. Yes. No, no, it's very good. But also, it's the, like anyone who actually watches all the way through the end. It's like thank you for <laughs> for watching all all of that. But uh, anyway, once this thing gets done processing, which shouldn't take too long as it's it's uploading, uh, I'll go ahead and play this. But uh, as we're doing that, uh, Laura, any any just random thoughts coming to your head? Oh, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking Fine. about lunch right now. Think about lunch. Wow. What is yeah. lunch going to be? I don't even yeah. know. I had some pizza before oh, before the stream. Mm, yes. Mm. And so that Saturday, I was able to have some pepperoni pizza. It was delicious. A non-Friday pizza. Yes, a non-Friday pizza. I had some cheese pizza last night and then some, some pepperoni today. And uh, yeah, I saw, there was a Bryant Barth, I think I saw earlier. And uh, I don't even remember who said I was weak. Because he says like, it's like, it's like I don't. It's like how dare someone call you weak? And I'm like, I don't even remember who called me weak. What? You better get off my Odin now. I know. It's like I don't even remember if that was in the chat or if it was like some random comment from someone on the panel or not. But I was just like, ah. it is what it is. I got pretty thick skin. Yeah, um, you got to to be on YouTube. My goodness. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I, I mean, it's just. Ah. It's a crazy world out there. That's why I'm glad to be off social media. Well, let um, me know if you want the dragon. It's always here. 
I, I absolutely will. And, and J.S. Pena, I wouldn't go that far. That's a that's that's pretty far with pineapple on pizza. Um, but I I I wouldn't say that. But it's pretty bad. <laughs> all right, it is now loaded. Okay. So thank you for helping me. Uh, anyway, you guys are all great. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. As always, God bless. Bye. And now for a huge special shout out to all of my locals, Patreon, and Subscribestar members at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above. Starting off with Patreon, Father Luca Illich, Garrett Searles, Joe Horn, Jaime Ari Heimason, Jeff Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Orange Hat Reviews, you can check out over on YouTube at the channel with the same name. Rosetta Allen, who also has a YouTube channel called Eagle Rider. And Miss Martin Muses, who also has a YouTube channel by the same name. Thank you all very much, my Patreon supporters. And also for my Subscribestar peeps, Matt317, who you can check out over on Twitch at Matt317, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, J-Rod, The Beer Guru, and ZK Man, who you can check out over at xtheboundaries.co. And lastly, my locals members, Miss Minnesota Hockey Fan, How About a Hockey Player, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, For the Win, J.H. Schwalbach, and the great lawyer, Robert Barnes. Thank you all so very much for your support. If you would like for your name to be shouted out at the end of every live stream and video, please make sure to check out the top link in the video description where you can sign up over on Patreon, Subscribestar, or Locals. You get access to things not only like shoutouts, but also to giveaways of 4Ks and Blu-rays, an exclusive podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger every single month, and also the Chosen of Valhalla live stream for my Chosen of Valhalla members, which we do once a month, and it is a lot of fun. So all of this and plenty of more content, check out those links in the link tree in that top comment down below. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. A blessed October to everyone out there. Blessed month of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And as always, God bless.